Judge Kavanaugh, are you ready to begin? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you this. I'm gonna start at an 11. I'm gonna take it to about a 15 real quick. I liked beer, still like beer. We drank beer, the drinking age, as I noted, was 18. So, and we, yeah, we drank beer. And I said, sometimes, sometimes, probably had too many beers. Now, I am usually an optimist. I'm a keg is half full kind of guy. What do you consider to be too many beers? I don't know. Uh, you know, we, whatever the chart says. Uh. Well, guess what? I'm not backing down, you sons of bitches. I don't know the meaning of the word stop. We drank beer, so, so did I think the vast majority of, of people our age at the time, but in any event, we drank beer and still do. I was lifting weights with PJ and Squeeze. And Hansy Hank. Gangbang Greg. Which, you know, the liberal media is going to find some way to spin. Have you ever passed out from drinking? I've, uh, passed out would be no, but I've gone to sleep, but I've never blacked out. That's the, that's the, the, the allegation. Uh, that's wrong. I like beer. I like beer. Okay, so I asked if you drank in high school and you said, I like beer 10 times. <laughs> that leads me to the next question. Did you ever drink too many beers? You mean, was I cool? Yeah. What do you guys give me if I kill that bird? Barbara, that's a bald eagle. Get away, baldy! Yeah! Uh, welcome, welcome. This is the Work with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com, streaming live. GovsRadio.com, also streaming on our YouTube page. Go over to YouTube, type in the word, spelled word, a podcast, or type in Mike and Pete. You can find us there. How's everybody doing out there in Radio Land? Pete, how you doing, buddy? I'm great. Are you? you sure. Do you, you take it to a 15? No. No. <laughs> you, I, you didn't start at 11, so it's going to be hard to get up to a 15. It's going to be hard to get up to like a 6 tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get some of our uh, our logistics out of the way. Uh, check us out. Uh, word, I'm sorry. The word, a podcast. See, we don't plan like I told you. Uh, uh, on our social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that other good stuff. Again, streaming live both on Govs Radio and on YouTube right now. Uh, we like to get, give a shout-out to our buddy Alex over at uh, MyBomberJackets.com, MyBomberJackets.com. Go over there, make a purchase in the promo area. Type in Wart15, that's W-O-R-T, 15. Get 15% off your order, and any order over $30 will get free shipping. It makes a great Christmas gift for you and your friends. I think I got mostly my, for you. Well, yeah, it was a lot for for us <laughs> when we made our first purchase. Uh, who else are we shout out today? We'll give a quick shout out to a couple of people. Uh, somebody we haven't talked to or talked talked about in a while. That's um, Copex Fine Fair. 
uh, hooked us up with some uh, good brews today. I have some with us. And uh, also, uh, we want to give a shout-out to the Meatball Place in Farmingdale, uh, who offered us a live show uh, coming up on October 28th. Thank you. October 28th. Balls it, and brews. Jesus Christ. You are at a 15. Hold on. Let me pull you down a little bit here with the balls talk. All right. Anyway. Yeah, balls and brews. A uh, bunch of those events coming up. And, of course, we want to make our announcement to start the show off tonight that we will be broadcasting from the Great Beer Expo November 10th at the Nassau Coliseum. We will be there I want everyone that's listening that hasn't bought their tickets or purchased their tickets, bought is the right word, but purchased, purchased. is better. Sounds more uh, gooder. And uh, yeah, purchase your tickets. Go on to- What subject uh, do you teach again? English, right? No, that's, <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> Thank God I don't teach English. Uh, go over to, um, where is it here? I'm looking it up just so I have it in front of me. I should have done this before. Just go over to greatbeerexpo.com. Thank you, Pete. <laughs> Tickets are on sale now, November 10th, Nassau Coliseum. I've been going to this event for f- forever, uh, forever, I got to say. Probably when it first started. I think I've only been once. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a good night of drunken stupors. You going to um, go full they, Kavanaugh? They, yeah, I'm going to go full <laughs> Kavanaugh. Um, no, I, I, when they moved over to Belmont, it was... It wasn't as good, in my opinion. They did uh, two events there at Belmont. Hmm. I like it. I liked it better at Nassau Coliseum, but they had to do it when they were re- renovating right. the Coliseum. So now it's back in the Coliseum. We went last year, and you and I, Pete, will be broadcasting live from it this year. So buy your tickets. Go to greatbeerexpo.com. We'll be posting some information on our Instagram and all of our social media about the event, as well as mybomberjackets.com. We have our friend over at Copeg's Fine Fair. And uh, was that it? Was that all of our guys, our friends? Meatball Place. And the Meatball Place. Thank you very much. And I'm going to post that information up there on our Instagram, social media as well, to take a look at it. All you local people. Uh, also, by the way, we hit well over 1,000 followers at this Yay! point. Which we didn't really quite mention, which was a very, f- very steep climb from where we were just a few weeks ago at about 400 people. I definitely don't know. A thousand or even four hundred people. We don't. <laughs> no, it's not that you have to know them all. They just saw us. I don't understand how social media works. Us. Yes, exactly. Thank <laughs> you. We have to teach Pete about social media. <laughs> and in the studio with today, the laughing voices that you hear in the background is Ryan and Melissa from Twenty Seven A Brewery in Lindenhurst, our hometown. Woo. Thanks for coming in. Oh, yeah. I don't have my uh, my gunshots racked up, do I? I hope not. Nope. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's a, that's a whoa, whoa. The gunshot is at 11. Yeah, the gun's 15. <laughs> right off the bat. Whoa. Well, what? Now, where's the. Uh, you need labels. I do have labels right here. I just didn't bother to look at it. So, there's the can opener. I, like, I was looking for that. I couldn't find it before. Uh, so, how's it going, guys? Uh, thank you very much for coming in today. This is a true treat for us because you will be our local brewery. Not for Pete, but for me. But he kind of grew up there, so. Uh, I live there. My brother lives there. My parents live there. So, oh, so yeah. yeah, it's local. Still, it's local yeah, it's your local. Yeah. <laughs> so we saw a lot of uh, promotion on Newsday and News Twelve. You guys are almost like local celebrities at this point. Um, why don't we kick <laughs> it? <yeah. laughs> kind why, why don't we kick it off right away and tell us about um, how this all started, where you guys are uh, coming from, and how you developed this idea to be Twenty Seven A Brewery. Uh, I'll try to keep it. Simple. Uh, I've been home brewing for six years. Well, this is supposed to last two Cold hours. Long form. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hours. I know, but I know, I know. talking about beer and all that, I can go on forever. So all right, good. So. All right, we'll get to that. <laughs> no, I just home brewing over the years. Yeah. Um, you know, and then. 
So you grew up in Lindenhurst? Yeah. Okay. So we you both guys of us did. And we still went to Lindenhurst High School and yep. all that other yeah, good stuff? Yeah, that's where we met. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. High school sweethearts. Good for you. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So we're still there for better or for worse. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. For better. You know. Yeah. It's, My uh, kids are in the district now. So when and if you have kids, not so bad so far. And I teach in a way that I get Lindenhurst kids. So it's not so bad. There you go. You'd be yeah. all right. For, so I would say for better edge wise. Yeah. Yeah, we're moving there. Good. All right. Yeah, yeah. you know, the town has gone through influxes yes. over the years, yes. you could say. So well, now we got the new meadery in town, WA. Yes, yes. you got to give a shout out to so them, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. we They're just did awesome. a collab with them. I saw the uh, and, uh, Pale Mead, right? Uh, yeah, India Pale Mead. Mm-hmm. IPM. Yeah. yeah so. That's something you don't see. You know, we've heard of the IPAs, the IPLs, uh, and now an IPM. Definitely want to hear about that. What the, what that pro- I, I Actually, I... Gonna sound stupid. I don't know what Mead is. So, oh, so we'll have to go. We'll have to get into. Well, is he around? Can you call in? We'd love to hear from. Uh, him. I can probably get him too. Yeah. I only spoke to him on the ales and the rails. You know how crazy that was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was brief, and I didn't get in there for the opening. And you know, it's been. I have kids, so I'm running around. Um, meaning to get over there. I I stopped by one afternoon. Yeah. And just had something quick and left. So I I kind of have. You know the the concept of it, but it'd be great to hear it from him as well. Yeah, with having sure. you guys in there and the collab and all that other good yeah, stuff. Yeah, so yeah, that'd be cool. I should have brought him with us. I was gonna say I, I should have <laughs> told <laughs> you that ahead of time. Yeah. We were hanging, we were hanging out there yesterday, and yeah, we had a nice. Know, we were crushing some meads. There you guys, go. You know, great guys, great space, great yeah. mead. You know, they on Hoffman. Yep. Okay. So so it's right off uh, Wellwood on Hoffman, just uh, west of Hoff, uh, of Wellwood. Right. Where, like, pistachios used to be? Uh, other side. Other side, okay. Yep. Got cool. It. So, yeah, it's kind of hidden. It's tucked away. So on the north side of the tracks. Correct. Oh, okay. Got yeah. it. Got it. So, so in a sense, are they, uh, and again, shout out to them for, for being open already. Absolutely, so you have a little yeah. bit of a brew space, too, yeah. to start Down working on block, some stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You can throw cans at them, practically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, I made that joke. So, yeah. I was like, we're bottles, throw away, but please don't throw our bottles. We want to we make good with the town. <laughs> yeah. We got to keep it tame. Yeah. You know, all that. So grew up in Lindenhurst, decided to kind of grow roots here, and especially with the business. Yeah. Um, so you were home brewing for a while? Yeah. Well, when I was younger, I wanted to open a bar because I like partying. Okay. So <laughs> okay. It kind of evolved, <laughs> I, you know. Me and my friends just, you know, DIY and all that. So just throwing parties and shows and stuff. Right. And um, Wait, in shows? Yeah, like backyard shows, like bands and stuff. Oh, okay. Like what kind of bands? Uh, punk and hardcore bands. There you go. Uh, uh, right up your alley. There we go. All right. Yeah. All right. And then the later years, and then I start bringing kegs there, and nice. now it's even better. <laughs> <laughs> they were funner for everyone. Yes, absolutely. So, I have, um, by the way, one of the things we'll listen to at the break, if anyone wants to listen through, we'll... Uh, Lyndon Hurst's own Edna's Goldfish. Oh my God! Oh, wow. <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> band. Yes, Brian Go Diaz was lead singer Edna's Goldfish, and they used to play in Lyndon Hurst. He used to work at Tower Records in Massapequa, mm-hmm. and he'd bring his band in and play in the back room at Tower Records in Massapequa all the time. And we go down and watch him. I was in the punk ska scene for a long, long time. I had a band myself, so when I saw an Instagram post of at one of the shows, I thought oh, that was pretty cool. That was nice. So I'm glad that we share the same music tastes at this point. But anyway, we'll be playing. Uh, I think everyone I know is from Lindenhurst. I was going to say. Yeah, the name of the song? Play, yeah, 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 I got to play that. Um, and then maybe Veronica Sawyer right after that, because that's my favorite song. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. So anyway, God, you uh, backyard shows. Yeah, open so better with years. kegs. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, <laughs> I get back to it. I, I sidetrack. I don't know if you remember. Like I, <laughs> All right, let's see what there goes. Dead yeah. And moving back. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I went to Farmerdale State College for business management just because, again, I wanted to open the bar, (laughs) pretend it to be a little more legit like that. Uh, And then I started homebrewing with some friends six years ago, and uh, it's kind of evolved ever since then. 
Now, these other guys from Lindenhurst, are they part of a group? or? Yeah, those, those guys are from Lindenhurst. Okay. And then, um, yeah, later on, I got really involved. I still am with the Long Island Beer Malt Enthusiasts. Okay. You know, and then the association of yeah. Long Island Home Brewers, you know, with Helmer and Hair Grenades yep. and beer. So were you doing that first before um, decided to open and go off on your own? Because I know a lot of those groups, they spawn their yeah. own breweries. As yeah. we've gone through a lot of our guests, a lot of them have started there. Well, start home brewing, but then work their way through that just to kind of Brewers Collective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah all that yeah. other good we stuff. We love them. We Sarah yeah. was just at the at the meter. Yeah, we were oh, hanging nice. out with oh, her cool. yesterday. Uh, yeah. So good people. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um so yeah, so they that was uh one of those groups uh well many of those groups and they'll be all at the uh, uh yeah, beer yeah. expo, I That's believe. That's what as I well. served with them last year and I got like a really good response. Oh, okay. Know? Well if you do a hazy IPA, you know. Now which just... one did you do it at? Uh um at Nassau Coliseum? Yeah. So All right, I so I, I had that beer. Yeah, it, but it kicked, it kicked the first session. I was there the first so, session. So, yeah, yeah. I didn't go so. to the night one, that one. I think I went to the afternoon one. Yeah, I was, I was definitely lined. I went right down the line with those yeah, guys. So. You have to. They're all different. It's like having a new brewery yeah. in the same booth. Well, yep. that's the thing is when I first started going to these beer fests, I, I would go to the homebrew spots, and then their beers were – I liked them better, let's say that, yeah. than, some, no, than the commercial fun. ones, you know? So that's why it was it was cool and then to, to meet everyone in all their different styles. And right. You know, you, you can't buy these wacky things people are doing on the shelves anywhere or even at some breweries. Then they have the, uh, let's say, room to, to kind of experiment a little more. There's not as much on the line. Absolutely. That, yeah. And their profit margins and all that, they're not worried about it as much there. Yeah. So they're really using that as a, uh, an avenue for uh, experimentation and being able to, you know, cr- fine-tune their craft, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so that's what you were doing. You were working with them and, and kind of going through. What was some of the beers that you brewed with them, besides the hazy that you mentioned? Well, yeah, so I, over the years, that's why earlier, so I, um, you know, I was home brewing a ton, and then I got, you know, discovered these hazy, you know, once I had Hetty Topper by Alchemist, <laughs> it kind of, that was it, you know. Um, not saying, you know, they have their part in the New England IPA, but... You know, it's a little more danker. It's a little more refined it's right. versus some of these uh, zero IBU technically beers out today. Just total juice, you know, yeah. where then they add even more juice, like literal juice on top. Yeah, it's orange juice. Let me get guava on there. That's yeah, yeah. You know, which is juice. fun, too. I say there's a time and a place for every beer Absolutely, and every yeah. style. And, um, you know, that's all part of the fun with it. That's what but, you're uh, – well, yeah, that's that's what point is experimentation and, yeah, and going so through that process. As I started brewing these – you know, I got a little inspiration from Alchemist and, like, Tired Hands and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I was Tired bringing, Hands is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, Hop Hands is just, yeah. you know, having <laughs> that beer and then just kind of trying to riff on that um, and then bring it to the club, bring it to different people, my friends that weren't, weren't in so into craft beer, but they'll drink anything. Okay. And then they're kind of like, whoa, this is an IPA <laughs> or a pale ale. They're like, you're lab rats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, I could actually drink this. And then I'm like, dude, that's like double IPA, 9%, like chill. <laughs> and then you're just uh, crushing it. You're like, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. So, yeah, having a kegerator too with friends over is always fun. Yep. And yeah. then, um, you know, my one buddy, we call him the keg killer. Because he'll just keep drinking it until it's gone. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, Lindenhurst. <laughs> yeah. We so, do party quite yeah. often. Oh, yeah. What know, part of uh, Lindenhurst do you live in? You don't have to give me street names, but like relative to the high school, Northwest. So, so. well, I grew up uh, south of Montauk. Okay. Or by like Shore Road. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. A couple blocks south of Montauk. Okay. And then now we live in North Lindenhurst. Okay. So, so it's like north of Sunrise. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, so you're still in the district, though. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, so you would be Rawl, I guess, would be yeah, the school district? Yeah, Rawl was, was my elementary, elementary school. school? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'm down south of uh, Merrick. I'm right by Southside. Nice, so I'm yeah. going to Westgates. I always forget the name. 
I'm not going to Westgate. It would have been graduated. <laughs> but what? It would have been Bauer. It would have been Bauer had it not. That's where I went. I student taught in Bauer. <laughs> I student taught nice. in Bauer. Yeah, Miss Smalley was uh, my my director, and now she's the principal I went of my to daughter's school. school. So did I, but I student taught. I meant. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, stu- I wasn't a, again a student. I went to Amityville, which That's is right. the reason why I went to Catholic school <laughs> <laughs> because it's not quite Lindenhurst. Just in case you didn't know. Um, so yeah, so yeah, there was a. Uh, a nice. I'm just trying to get a gauge of the areas, but that's good. And so you came down south into the village, and didn't go like straight industrial North Lindenhurst area. Yeah. Well, you know, growing up, I would uh, skate around the village. Yeah. Pretty much every day. Uh, so when I was in high school and middle school, so I kind of you're the guys hanging out the gazebo, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. They're still doing it. Yeah. They're still skating around there. Yeah. Still, and yeah. the events in the summer are nice when they bring the band shell in and yeah. all the other good stuff. So that'll be good for you. Yeah. yeah right there in those summer. A lot of fun. Working with the town and yeah, doing easy access to all those festivals and everything they yeah. host there. Yeah, so we've, yeah we've we been serving. There. We've been serving samples at, at them. You know, they're great. They're they're. Yeah, you know, the town's going through like a rough supportive. patch right now, but we're really well. Not right now. Well, they're, <laughs> they're they're now, now. now. well you guys are yeah. part of that yeah, revitalization. Yeah. Absolutely, that's great. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, do we know exactly what's going in the bank down the block? We do. It's a restaurant. Yeah. Well, we. Is it a Lessings? It's not. It's that's not. the All rumor. Right. But um, the guy who owns Mary Carol's. That's, oh, yeah. that's right. You knew that. That's right. That's you mentioned that as one of the rumors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. So, so they, it's nice to have a lot of bars. It's not going to be a town. Mary Carol's, though, right? Yeah. No. It's, right. Yeah. No scary Marys for Linden. Hairs. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need them. <laughs> yeah. Look what they've done to Babylon. They've revitalized oh, whole, it single handedly. A whole other thing. Uh, I'm just kidding. It's a complete sarcasm. No way that they do that. In fact, they're probably the worst one now on the block. Well, now they're closed early, but we used to go there oh, yeah? after yeah. all the bars are closed. They yeah. Oh, they'd be open to like 3 a.m. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. They used that to be open to like 5.30. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> oh, Mary Carol's. Hey, the Hawthorne Beer Club just liked us, so that's pretty cool. Anyway, um, I don't know. It's just a beer club, so sure. I don't know where they're from. Hawthorne sounds like New Jersey to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe California. Ooh. Okay. I don't know. I'm just making. I'm just pulling shit out of my ass. Well, I'm just <laughs> thinking if they're listening and they're liking it, I'll just give them a quick hey, hey, you doing? Hi, hi. Anyway, <laughs> um, so we picked our spot, and let's talk about this spot because Pete and I. Uh, I didn't grow up in Lindenhurst. I grew up in Amityville, but I swam at the high school through right. one of the clubs. So I was always in Lindenhurst, driving through, getting a bagel in the morning on the way to you know meets and stuff like that. And so I would pass the spot that you're in. So tell us a little about that spot and the history of where you're at. Uh, yeah, it's really old. It's over like 120 <laughs> years old. It's yeah. insane. Uh, as a kid, it was the bike shop, Lindenhurst Bike Works. Yeah. But Artie, the man, you know. And then, but back in the 40s, it was a butcher shop. So that's why I kind of like, I picked this space. It was nice because it was on Main Street. Of course, that's a little advantage there for the vibe we're going for with this space, at least. And uh, in the back where the brew house area is, it, it has sloped floors because you know, when he used to cut up the, the meat. Yeah, and just, <laughs> and just spray it down into the drain. So you it's already right it's already there. pitched. It's already got it's wow. already got the drain in there. And uh, it's got, when we were in there, it had, when I first saw the space, it had like a drop ceiling, but we ripped that all down. Now it's it's a sloped roof with a huge skylight. Oh, so it's got cool. A so there's a skylight above the drop ceiling? Yeah. Or did you put the skylight in? No, no, no it, it was there. there. So why, they, why would you really cover it? Cool. That, that's cool. exactly what I said. Why would you ever cover it? The bike shop would have been dope to have some backlighting from the front windows. Yeah. And it's like perfect natural know. lighting. Yeah. I only remember it as the bike shop. My, my mother had told me that it used to be a religious shop. Yeah. yeah, and that there was a uh, you, you would sell, I guess, rosaries, and it was linked up to our Our Lady of 
oil of pH or whatever. So right. our little personal hell. <laughs> um, thank God we know that it was a religious shop because yeah. we keep finding like old relics, <laughs> like crosses and shit, and we're like, um. <laughs> yeah. There was satanic worshiping with the butcher shop that was happening. <laughs> yeah. Back in the forties, odd. I, so we, if you go onto your uh, Instagram, it's 27A Brewing. Um, you'll see some of the pictures that we're talking about. Go ahead and check them out and follow them and follow along with their process. Uh, you ripped down some walls and saw some old signs and, yeah, and yeah. like yeah. Yeah. some old yeah. out from, saw that, from yeah. the 50s. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. you're going to reclaim a, that and put that up? Yeah, we're going to frame yeah. it up and have it on the walls. Yeah, it's good history, man. Like yeah. Some of these yeah. old towns and villages, I like the history of this them. This is the skylight. Wow. Holy yeah, crap. Yeah, it's really cool. It's that's huge. Old yeah. fan. That looks aw- That's going to look awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, is that gonna it's going to be a tap room, right? Is that... On the is that on the tap room side or the brewing side? It's, it's on, on the brewing it's side. In the brewing oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah. still, that light that comes through, it's going to light the place up when yeah. you even. Yeah. And so if you put some, you know, any windows to see into the brewery space at most places, well, you're going to have yeah. to hit the bathroom. You're going to have to walk through the brew house. Oh, boom! Oh. So you're going to enjoy yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. It's going to be cool. You know. So you've you've laid it all out already. I would assume. So where we are, where are we at in the stages of putting this whole thing together. Because if you were to drive by today, you have the paper up so people can't see. And every so often I see you take down the logo, put back up the logo, take <laughs> oh, down yeah, the logo. That's I'm like, uh, no, no, <laughs> yeah, don't no. go anywhere. Yeah. Don't, go, don't go anywhere. Yeah, so, that's when we're serving at events. So I just haven't got another banner made. Oh. Oh. It's on the list. So, so when I it's down, I'll know that. you're somewhere. Yes. Yeah. I'll set your Instagram and be like, there's somewhere. Where can I go find Exactly. You? That's cool. Um, so what, where are we at in the whole process, in the total uh, creation from all your brewing equipment and the the tap room and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, we were just get, we're getting everything up to speed right now. Okay, and uh, the fermenters are coming in on Wednesday. Oh, oh nice, mm, so cool. That's, that's coming along with everything else. Now the back of the shop is where the brew area. Do you have access to that easily, or how are you gonna? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, yeah. No, I yeah. do. Uh, is there a garage door? Is it just double no, doors? No, no garage door. Okay. It's super small. All right. Um, yeah, it's a three barrel system. Okay. Uh, and four three-barrel fermenters. Okay. And we built out the cold room ourselves. Oh, cool. And yeah. we found out by taking down sheetrock to maximize space that it was actually the cold room when it was the butcher shop. Ah. Same thing. So some, the walls had three inches of cork. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That we, saved you a bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple layers of uh, insulation. Yeah. You know, so that's going on. It's going to be super simple, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um bringing the tanks in there to cold crash and I have a bright tank uh, as well so we'll be serving off there and then right from the wall will be the uh, the lines and the kegs going to the to the front area of the tap room okay so and so where, where's the tap room matter we, we have we built our bar yet are we oh uh, it's coming okay it's it's framed it's framed out right now oh okay cool yeah. oh so you're getting there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. all right we're definitely getting there uh, from where it was yeah, you know, yeah. Of, it was a, a tremendous amount of, I would imagine, time getting all the paperwork together. So what, what hurdles did you go through dealing with the village and, uh, I guess, county and state and federal and all that other good uh, stuff? Nothing crazy yet. The okay. village is, like, really supportive. I was going to so, say, I would yeah. imagine the town's pretty uh, pretty psyched. To yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, <laughs> have the things we're doing have something opening up versus closing. something yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or burning down. Yeah. Or burning down, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a whole bunch why, of stuff. That's why down. the gazebo's there. <laughs> is it? With yeah, that, it was uh, Bailey's Comics, and what else was there originally? Uh, Along that whole wall that. where the mural is? Yeah. You're going back. I don't remember that. I was when I was, I don't know. Like I remember hearing the, the name Bailey's Comics, but I don't well, remember. They're, they're, still still, they're still there. They, they moved, moved across spots. the street and down the block. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, okay. Yeah, where that, that whole spot they're where up, the gazebo, that was, there was like three or four stores there. It burned down. And, uh. So was that like early 90s? 
Okay, and so they made it back into the park almost with the yeah. Gazebo so they area. just knocked the you know the burned out buildings down. Right. And well, they did a nice job yeah. regardless. Mm-hmm. I, I remember when the first mural went up and the train tracks and all that stuff. It looked very nice, yep. and then they, I guess, they didn't like it very much because they painted over it. Now it's all blue and looks nice. You can take pictures it's of nice it. Nice little area. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. A great village to do it in, and I'm sure you're going to have uh, a tremendous amount of uh, outcry from people in the village coming out. I mean, I could tell you, I can probably get 50, 60 people, if you can handle it, uh, to walk in that first day because that everyone around me that's in the town uh, or village, I guess, south of Merrick Road there, uh, they're craft beer drinkers. They really yeah. are. I've, I've, been, I've been helping convert people along with other guys and, uh, you know, always taking stuff down to house parties in and around the area and be like, oh, what's that? What's this? So more and more just in our town yeah, are converting sure. over. Yeah. And it's a drinking town for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of history with drinking. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We used to have no. the most bars per yes. square foot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we still do. Capita. No. 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 <laughs> we used to though. We used to. Yeah. Yeah. I remember hearing that. Yeah. Back like in like the our 80s, parents. That's what they all say. Yeah. Oh. Like that was my really parents were bartenders there. Like really. Yeah. Oh. What bars? Brian's place. It was on Montel Highway. That's where the gas the station is. It's where the, yeah, it's a gas station now. Oh, uh, well, in Montauk. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was where my parents met. I think that was still a bar, like when I was. It was there for a really drinking. long yeah. time. It's like ten years ago. Oh, you mean that, yeah. no, no. that no name gas station across from CVS? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I do that remember a, that being. I remember the the movie theater there too. Yep. Right. I, and the bowling, yeah. bowling alley. The bowling alley. Yep. Used to go to all that. I did my underage drinking at the sports page. Which is down down the block. Yep, so which is now the, tried it at least. Yeah. So nah. I, him. <laughs> I was at the uh, the rail house. The rail there you go. Yeah, <laughs> the rail that's house. on. Uh, oh, that's down. Uh, the ra- oh, across on the, the other train side. tracks. It, right. Well, no, that one's it's Broadway and uh, Hoffman. So yeah, flag so it used to be across the street from Flag. Yeah, that turned into some weird like club or something yeah. after the rail house. Then yeah. it was like an entertainment yeah. thing. Yeah, it was a rental bar. You could rent out the bar and hold parties there. And then that didn't work. So they've been trying stuff for years now yeah. Um, yeah. to try to figure something out. Did you guys look at that space by any chance? We did. You did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No good, right? No, the, I don't know. There's like a... There's an offering on it already or something. Yeah, someone, some guy's selling blinds out of it or something. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, this is what we need. Yeah. You know? Come have a drink at the bar and let me introduce yeah. you to some blinds. Yeah, because it's, 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 like nice it's all fitted for like, it's got the ADA bathroom, yep. it's got a bar built out, it has a stage, it's, it's crazy. It's ready to go. Mm-hmm. So I was like... Uh, yeah. And I know there's like a little kitchen in the back, so you can. I was like, oh, I could brew back there, but I uh, missed it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think you you might be better off up in the village a little more. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. kind of secluded. I think everything that has been there, though, has failed. That's I'd yeah. be scared of that yeah. in that space. I'd be really scared of just the history of that. Yeah. Rails was, uh, was it on the rails? Was the only was thing I remember Rail it lasting. Rail house. Yeah, it was it was, di- that was, was there for a long time. Oh, I yeah. was there for yeah. a long time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is we were. Yeah, we kept that in business when we were 16. <laughs> yeah. <pictures laughs> Um, so, I mean, uh, where was I going to go with the other questioning? Um, you have one really quick while I sweat and I turn on the air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pete, you're on the spot now. Way to go. You guys, uh, <laughs> are you guys through the permitting process, the license from the state or you guys? That's where I was going that, with it, by the way. Business. Yeah. Like right now. Yeah, so we're, we're doing on that. that now. We're sorting it out. Is there a lot of paperwork with that? Is there something you have it's to? A, yeah, it's a decent amount. Well, they yeah, just want to know everything about everything <laughs> <laughs> make sure you have no mob ties or something yeah. yeah yeah that that they do background checks oh my god yeah to get really? a liquor license yeah. uh-huh. yeah. oh no i don't i'm not they want to have I receipts you just for meant the, fun, to... the funds of uh you know because after 9-11 they want to make sure you're not money laundering yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, but again we're yeah, 
we're doing it super small to start out. Originally, you know, I wanted to do like a ten barrel brew house, but then, you know, you almost got to work out that. That seems yeah. awfully. Yeah. I'm like a couple of the guys that we talked to are doing eight, and I think that's that's a lot. That's a lot of of constant keeping up with demand and having to rotate and get it going. You know? Plus, I mean, if you're you know you're right in the village, so real estate you know on Wellwood is going to be more than if you were in like the industrial section of Lindenhurst. Absolutely, you could have more more space there, but. Yeah, a so lot less foot Originally, traffic, I, so. we were lo- I was looking at a space on a Hoffman that was very industrial. Mm-hmm. And I was going to do ten barrel there, and then uh, you know, didn't the landlord was a little crazy, so it didn't work out for better or for worse. Because no, was for the better. New space, yeah. Yeah. everyone else. You know, it, it's it was it was good that that didn't work out. So yeah, are we given the small. option to buy the space you have now? Uh, no. Okay. Not right now. I'm just interested if they're selling in the in the village. <laughs> we'll yeah. I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm just uh, trying to figure out, you know, what's for sale and what's for leasing and what's for renting. I just yeah. everything's for sale, Mike. If you have enough cash, that's, that's, that's what it won't work out. It is, you know. So you're filing your liquor license as we yeah. speak, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And yeah, is a lot going out. into that, or is it just online, or how does it work nowadays? Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. online. And it's just they want money. They just want the cash. Yeah. And you know, with the federal and state licensing, it used to be. You know, because I've been looking into open a brewery for years, reading different books and this mm-hmm. and that. It used to take like six to nine months, sometimes a year. Jesus. And now it's, it's like 32 days. <laughs> so, yeah. well, I mean, you know. As get them open. Get them open. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what they want. They want the, the revenue built into the tax stream and the people spending. It makes sense. Yeah. Why it's wouldn't you make it easier? Yeah. 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 But also, you know, with technology and like doing it online. Sure. And this Not and mailing, snail mailing the forms. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they, whatever you know they're high they have more people working for them now yeah <laughs> all these agencies for these for especially the breweries and especially you know for this area as well yeah. in this explosion between you know the tri-state area and i would even say going down the philly all the way up to new hampshire somewhere in there that whole new england area is, is starting to really gain some ground uh let me ask you a question this is the question i had before and it totally slipped my mind um is there anybody else involved in the brewery? I, the two of you are, I guess, owner-operators? Yeah. yeah. Is that, so are you going to be brewing us. with them? I learned how to brew the other day. Okay. Yeah, finally, <laughs> okay. after six years of him brewing in okay. our yard. And um, he figured, if I'm down sick, I need you to exactly. start you know, yeah. milling the malts and yeah. getting... Yeah. <laughs> well, so with that, yeah, we're bringing our friend, a longtime friend, Phil, yeah. on, on to brew with us. Oh, cool. And he's you know, a really good friend of mine, and he's as neurotic with me with brewing and... He's, uh, you know, we've gone through, I taught him how to brew, and okay. he kind of excelled. And Is this a childhood friend or came from one of yeah, the... Yeah, childhood friend. Okay, cool. You know, he was in a in a quarter-life crisis, as you said. He's been <laughs> an exterminator for 10 years. So oh, then wow. he just was over it because that's like dirty work. But if you ever have a problem now, oh, yeah, you yeah. don't have to hire anybody. You exactly. can get rid of any problem you might have. Yeah, so you can be the cleanest brewery this, in America. Exactly. That's awesome. So, yeah, the story with him is I told him how to brew, and then he, I was like, you know, I have a lot of connections. I know a lot of people, would, you know, you probably get a job in, in the brewing industry. Yeah. He's excited. So then we ended up going to see the Descendants last year at the House of Vans. Nice. And uh, we were drinking at Greenpoint Beer and Ale, and we were talking to one of the brewers there. And he ended up getting hired there. Really? And then I started on the spot, or like uh, he came in the next day. One of the brewers is like, "I'm quitting. Like, take my job. (laughs) I'm moving to Colorado." (laughs) So he was like, "Damn, (laughs) right place, right time." Yeah, yeah. Um, And then I ended up working there with him. Okay. So it was us two and the head brewer. Oh, so you were up there at Greenpoint? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we. I've yet to get up there. I want to get up there. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool because it's like uh, the owner is like a German beer guy so he's all into like there's like german beers and then that he imports and then it's like a big beer hall 
and then there's like well we brewed and they still brew now it's like all these new england ipas you know the wonderlust the and what was the other one um oh i'm thinking garby's sorry yeah oh, okay. uh what was the other one i had recently all right sorry go ahead. so well the greenpoint we never we brewed the same beer twice that's okay. it Every time just we brew one batch, two different. I mean, two batches, same brew. We just always brew new stuff. We brewed new stuff there. Okay. Always, so it's really cool to talk, like, hang out with the head brewer and just, you know, talk about different grains and hops and yeasts and blending this, blending that, and what if we do this then, and then trying it out and seeing how that affects it, because you know we do certain IPAs and they go up on the board. We leave Friday night. We come back on Monday. It's gone. Wow. Yes, because they get you know they have good good weekends. Yeah. So. <laughs> And they do a lot of, like like you said, German-based stuff. I was looking before, I couldn't think of what it was, but it, they have a big Oktoberfest yeah, uh, yeah. up there with the German beer hall. Beer hall. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to, i got to find the one I was looking at. What was the name of the one that you guys put together? Did it ever get canned, the brew that you guys did? For? For Greenpoint? Uh, which one are you talking about? I don't know, so I'm asking. I don't know what the name was, but when you oh. did uh, one of the brews up at Greenpoint, oh, did we, I miss something? Did I figure? Did I, did I screw something up? No, like yeah. yeah, we we well, we worked there. We brewed and canned everything. Oh, okay. Like what was all, the what was the one of the names of it? Well, like we did like Solar Flare, which was a dry hop Kolsch with a Galaxy, and then Ooh, um, that sounds we good. Back as you're on the website, yep. yeah. We you know it was just a, a ton of different IPAs. Oh, okay, really. so just variations it of was always an ipa or... and a double ipa because <laughs> that's where the market's at right now absolutely when we did yeah. the dry hop college it was like us because brew when you're brewing these ipas all day mm -hmm. and you're drinking them all the time um you know you really want something like a brewer's beer is really you know they like to we like to drink lighter beers sometimes right well you you want to brew something that you could drink yeah. during the day <laughs> yeah since it's your brewery why wouldn't you you know you so, don't... um and, and everyone's got to have one, like you said. Yeah. You almost have to have that single, the double, the dry hopped, everything. So that's Eight, what it was. Three or four. four. If we named the dry hop Kolsch, it was Kolsch style ale, you know, technically. Okay. That's what they say. But uh, if we called it a pale ale and IPA, it would have, you know, it would have sold a lot better and mm. faster. But well, that was just for their the demographic of people coming in there. Right. Because they had come in and buy cases and out, you know, uh, with the Lindenhurst, with our local scene. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to be a balance of doing, like, traditional ale style beers and ales yeah it's a and very then, german centric yeah irish in a way uh Absolutely. polish on the edges yeah, polish, yeah. um so yeah you're gonna have to have some of those styles. you know some everyday beers and then mm -hmm. you know getting crazy and doing crazy hazy new england ipas with different adjuncts and then the crazy stouts and then cool. the ke kettle sours so mm. we're gonna kind of be all over the place and just mm. you know sours. dialing mm. in we've been trying to sour uh, every show over the summer different one so just to get ourselves more acquainted with the style because before i guess uh we started this podcast neither one of us were you know into going after the sours much at all right i still haven't had one i i don't know that i've i've only had like two i had uh well we have the um i've had uh dan's from fire island yes the, uh, the kettle sour that's good yeah we had the blue uh what's his name's uh steve from Brages. Which was that? No, he has a saison. Oh, that was a saison. Sorry. Yeah, the uh, um, grapefruit one. What am I thinking of? We had the um, Action Bronson one uh, with the orange peel, still water, two, yeah. still water artisanal. Yes, hmm. we had that one here. Did I have that? Yeah, it was tasted. Maybe, maybe <laughs> like, maybe didn't. Um, we've done a couple. I've done a couple. Uh, the Fifth Hammer, the Pink Boot Society one that we did. Oh. The, the cherry, dried cherries. I don't remember. I don't remember that one. Yeah. I remember drinking something from Pink, Pink Boot Society. Yeah, that was the last time. So yeah, we've we've been going through that, and I think nice. you know we're getting out of that season, obviously. So it's more of the the porter stout, mm -hmm. right, or darker right. beer. 
Hashtag um, stout season. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this uh, this collaboration before we go into break in a few minutes uh, that you did with the uh, WA Meatworks. Did I yes. say right? WA? WA, WA yep. Meatworks, yep. yep. Uh, so meat is a honey, uh, honey wine technically. So instead of using grain as a base, they use all honey. Okay. And then they f- ferment it out and then back sweeten it or add different adjuncts or whatever to it, slash add like a lot of fruit. So right. it's very it's more similar to wine than it is beer for okay. sure, um, but it's not as dry and not as tannic. You know they they have like a lot more options than the regular wines you're gonna have, so it's you know real good stuff. So they you know I've been buddies with them for a while, and uh, you know really, I'm really excited about them opening up. You know, did you convince them to go to Linhurst, or they convince you, or was that you both were like, yeah, we're going. That's where we're gonna end up. Uh, no, they were looking at a bunch of different spots. And Bayshore and stuff. Oh, okay. And then they ended up, the realtor, Joe's actually texting me now, let's see. <laughs> uh, he's working. Um, ah, all right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so they were looking at a bunch of different spaces, and they realized that Lindenhurst is close to Babylon, and Joe was always hanging out at Villager and stuff. Okay. Mm. You know, because Villager's a spot. Yep. Um, and whatnot. So, and then, like, right on the train, the Babylon line, and, you know, that the town's so... Uh, putting so much effort into this revitalization because they know because there's you know they have a young guy our friend RJ who's a real good guy and he um, he realizes now that's kind of my opinion of the way that everything's going is you know brick and mortar stores are hard these days with Amazon Amazon culture All right. you know and online you can't compete so it's really just got to be people want the experience you know they want to go out and eat and drink and hang out and you know get out of the house and, agreed you know it's an age old thing of people drinking for you know ever <laughs> right gathering public houses you know it's funny you say the the amazon thing i just saw a commercial and it's pretty funny um hi i'm Susie, and i'm with a local business and amazon supports my business if it wasn't for amazon i wouldn't get as much foot traffic or whatever she was saying so i sell through amazon but i mean they pay so much money to be on amazon so not only is amazon getting the money from the vendors to be part of their network but they're also getting a cut of everything that they sell and getting people to register to be Prime, which now is giving you membership stuff. So that's how they're worth, what, 100-something billion at this point? Mm-hmm. No, way more than that. Way more? The company? The <laughs> man. <laughs> the man. Oh, yeah. Jeff Bezos is the richest man alive. Yes. Yeah. He surpassed uh, Bill Gates a while ago, I would yeah. imagine. Um, but, yes. Uh, He'll I, be one of the next trillion-dollar companies. <laughs> yeah. Was, I think it was bordering trillion. You know, it was, it was a 700-something something like billion North, north of $800 billion. That's unbelievable. Cap. And by like you know the local companies were saying that, but I, I don't see how no, that that's going to no. That's no. bullshit. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> thank you. I, I, They're opening up stores now. Propaganda. Which is that's weird. what it is. All PR, you know. Yeah. yeah. Amazon's opening up stores. Yeah. Yeah. So they have uh, these like grocery stores. Mm-hmm. I think there's a couple. There's in uh, Seattle. Seattle, yeah. And there's a couple more. I think there might be one in Manhattan, or they're opening one. They're in opening one. Yeah. yeah. They have the bookstore in Manhattan right now. That's yes, right. that I've seen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're. Uh, there's no checkout, so uh, there's a ton of sensors and cameras in there, and it it knows what you pick up off the shelf that's and put in your creepy. card, and then you just walk the fuck yeah, out. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I it's thought like B&H was pretty cool where you like send it on the, the trolleys up above and eventually meet you at the end of the store. But that's weird to yeah. walk out with like, hey, here's my uh, brand-new headphones. I don't know. I don't know. How, but and they, they, well, you do it on your phone? You scan no. it? and no. then Nope. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Item here yeah, yeah. in my car yep. that then I walk out. <laughs> so how do they know who you are? Sure. 
<laughs> facial recognition. Yeah, your yeah. face is now the credit card. That's serious. I, I don't shit. know, but interesting. Maybe I don't know if there's some sort of like check-in process with your, with oh, your phone when you walk in or something. But yeah. uh, but there's like you know there's no registers or yeah. checkout or anything. You don't have to pay it's, anyone to do that, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's that's also. I'm sure that's. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's right where I want my brew to go. By the way, wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> to walk in, <laughs> yeah, just uh, take. Yeah. Man, thank you. Let me just <laughs> hold this tap. I'll pay for it. I don't <laughs> care. I just don't want to, have to wait online and and have that moment where I'm like, I want my beer, I want my beer. I get that quite often. Sorry, which is where I'm at right now. By the way, uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, I do have to pee, and we're going to get into some beer with Ryan and Melissa from 27A Brewing. This is the work with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com. Pete, you got anything to say while I open up the uh, the promo? Zero. I hate you, Pete. All right. All right, GovsRadio.com. We'll be right back after this. Govs Radio. <laughs> this is the work on Govs Radio. <laughs> this is Govs Radio, and you're getting drunk with Mike and Pete on the work. Yeah, that's better. No, 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 no. This is how we get start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. This is the word with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com, streaming live on our YouTube page. In studio with us today is Melissa and Ryan of 27A Brewing. Should I say Ryan and Melissa? Do you get jealous that I said her name first? No. Okay, good. <laughs> Smart move. <laughs> no, I, my mic's fine. I mean, I think the air is on, and that's why you hear a little bit of hum in the background, but it never translates to the online stuff. You don't hear the air blowing in the background? No, your mic sounds... No, my, I'm great. How about you? Sure. Okay. You're great. I feel, I feel great. Pete, feel great. How's everyone doing back? And we're opening some beers right now. And uh, we start off with, uh, why don't you introduce it, Ryan? Why am I going to screw it up? Because I will uh, screw it up inevitably. All right. So this is, uh, I call it the auto milkshake IPA, I guess you could say, because it's hop like a New England IPA. Okay. And uh, the green bills of a New England IPA. And then I, uh, you know, but added some vanilla beans and uh, milk sugar. Ooh. As well as some fall spices. What's what's milk sugar? It comes in a powder form, yeah. or technically called lactose, but milk sugar. Okay, all right. Good. It does okay. sound better. <laughs> <laughs> You're putting lactose? Is that the same stuff that goes in my lips? No way. <laughs> no. I'm intolerant. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just you know, milk sugar sounds more. It more does. It actually does. Feeling, you know, classier. So yeah, <laughs> you know, it's all. Excuse me. Would you pass the tea. milk sugar? <laughs> Why, surely. That you does know, sound better. Put some milk sugar on my cereal tomorrow morning. So we're calling it a milkshade IPA. Was, and what, what are the other a terrible jokes? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just skipped right on. Like, right, right. Uh, so the, yeah, there's some uh, fall spice in there. There's okay. cinnamon, nutmeg, and then um, there's some cold brew coffee in there too. Get out of oh. here! Yeah. Huh. And yeah, so I, the I, I the color of that stuff. completely went away, obviously, because it's not a lot, but it's enough for taste. Yeah. Would yeah. you notice a taste if you s- subtracted the cold brew out of there? Uh, it, it lends a little back, a little little bit in there. There's okay. a lot going on, you know. Um, well, I taste a lot going on. It's so I'm trying know, to figure out all the and, complexities. And it's almost seven and a half. It's like seven point two percent. So, yeah, I fluctuate because I when I brew my milkshake style, I always I have like a base where it's all you know it's like a New England IPA esque, and then um, you know with the technical processes of that, like mashing high, yeah, all the, uh, the adjuncts in there, and then adding the lactose or milk sugar, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then conditioning on vanilla beans. Oh, okay. Know, mm. Actual vanilla beans. Yeah. And then that's a good base where it's, you know, all I, you can, I bump it up. I'll do like 5% or I'll do 10% and then drink too much. And I'm like, I got to go back to five. <laughs> I'm like, all right, this is, I want the seven and a half now. So it's, now is that simply done by just more grain? Yeah. Yeah. It's just yep. adding more grain into the uh, yep. the mesh. All right. Exactly. And so you, you basically have it down to where you can just get it to right where you want it, right? You yeah, yeah. So there's a program, Beersmith, and 
you know, you yes, can correct, use that yeah. calibrate up and um, big shout out to a beersmith by the way, and not too many people mention on air, but it's one of the ones that we do follow. And oh. it's very interesting what they what they can put together nowadays. And it, like you said before, technology today is unbelievable. Yeah. They can get it down to the teaspoon. It's crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, it's great. And you catalog and log stuff and add notes because I like to always improve. And, you know, I'm very analytical on that front. I tell you what you have here. Right? When, I, when I took a sip before we got back on air, um, I didn't get all those flavors. I got a little bit of the vanilla and then the nutmeg, like you mentioned. But now that I took a full mouthful, yeah. which sounds terrible. I apologize. Um, giggity. Giggity. Uh, the, the, the coffee does sit there. I, I feel it. Nice. So, yeah, yeah you definitely would As it warms miss up, it. Too. It's like ice cold right now. I yeah. heard last time you guys like ice cold beer, so. <laughs> yeah, sure. I like beer. I don't know. You said that on the last podcast. Did so. we? Yeah. Wait, it's like possible. I do. <laughs> I, it, it <laughs> Although, you know. Oh, you know what it was? Is this sometimes people come in with uh, the, the, warm cans. the warm cans, <laughs> and then we got to pack it in ice here just to at least get it to above room temperature so we're not feeling like it's uh, it's too much of a stretch. Right, right. Let's go to the phone. Let's see what we got here. This is the word with Mike and Pete. Who we got on the phone? Michael. Oh, hi, Graz. What's going on, buddy? How are you, Michael? Very good. Happy Thanks. Halloween. <laughs> Happy, Happy Hall- Halloween. It's in two weeks. What are you yelling about? Because I'm going away, so I won't see you for the Halloween. Aww. Hi, Pete. I love you. What's up, Graz? How are you, babe? I'm great, man. How are you doing? Good. Pete, I know what you're going as Halloween, and we also know what Michael's going to go as, right? I'm going as absolutely nothing. No, you're, you're not going? It's a goddamn kid's a holiday, Graz. <laughs> yeah, but the kid, the parents get together, too, you know. And do what? And drink. Well, Michael, why do I sound very quiet? Am I not making anybody laugh? Do you not want me to call in? Should I hang up, Michael? It's because you're not funny. Really? <laughs> really? I find that to be. I find that to be wrong. Who's in the studio with you, Michael? Let's not get this off on a wrong foot because we, you and I, will have a fucking problem <laughs> for about three weeks. It's better. Who's in the studio, Michael? <laughs> Drink yourself a personality, Michael. Who's in the studio? Oh, my. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. So, so him Graz, just answer his goddamn question. Yes, he's, <laughs> otherwise he won't stop, and uh, we don't want that. What's going on, buddy? I'm sorry. So I'm in the... Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. You seem like you don't want me to call in. Maybe no, I, I want you to call in. I should distance myself from this great show. No, dude. no, 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 no. Listen, I want you to be even more part of it. So don't think about being a... My, don't, no, no, don't, don't, don't ask to be a guest host. No, no, no. I don't want to be a guest host. Michael, who's in the studio for the fourth fucking time? Oh, well, today, Grass, I'm glad you asked. Uh, we have Ryan and Melissa from 27A Brewing Company opening up in Lindenhurst soon. Oh, really? Really. A fucking finally? When are you open, Ryan and Melissa? How are you? Hello. Hello How are how's it going? you? It's about time we get a fucking girl in that studio. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> We've had girls before. Oh, please. It's a bunch of sausage dress. That'd be fine. <laughs> I, think have, I think that's your show. That's Melissa, your if show. you want to come on a real show, it's Thursday night. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> I thought you were. Are you doing a show this week? I am not. I am going to Florida. My cousin Donna is getting married. She's like 40 fucking years old. It's about oh. time she's getting married. <laughs> Don't sound so excited. What kind of beer do you bring to a wedding, Graz? I'm bringing a suit and my children and my wife. That's uh, what I'm bringing to the wedding. That doesn't and sound a, as and fun. A, and a $500 check. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> You and I hope that don't bounce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You got the invite if you got the cash. <laughs> uh, when is the grand opening of this Route 27 on uh, no, in Oh, 27A Brewing Company. Uh, I was close. You were. You're right. Uh, All right, 27A Brewing. When are you opening year. up, uh, uh, <laughs> Melissa and Ryan? 
Ryan, is it Ryan or Brian? It's Ryan with an R. Okay. Ryan, when are you opening it up? Soon. <laughs> Sooner than later. He already gets you, guys. He already gets you. I know. He's not making his grass beer. Nobody wants to do it. I know. I'm going to have to buy my It might, might happen. You never know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Ryan Listen, seemed, I can tell yeah. you this right now. When I went over to uh, the, the place at Delmo, what's the name of the place? My buddy's place? Mark? Third Rail? I'm having a moment. Third Rail. The Third Rail. Yes. There was about 40 of us. So could you fit 40 people uh, at the... Uh, 27A in Lindenhurst opening up in June of next year. <laughs> June of next year. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> Come on. <Don't> <laughs> I think four. Well, you kind of didn't tell me when. Yeah. Well, he, he said the open for Christmas. No, he said yeah. soon. Yeah, before Christmas. Yeah, they'll be open for sure. Oh, for okay. Sure. So yeah. by the end of the year, that's not bad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we're hoping oh, still fantastic. in fall, so maybe like the day before winter starts. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Then you can officially say, boom. <laughs> we did it. We did how it. Many ta- yeah. How many taps are we going to have? Taps? Eight taps. Eight caps. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the beers that you want to put on there? I'm very excited. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We, we didn't get into the beers yet. We only talked about the first one we had here yet. Don't blow through oh. our entire two hours of content <laughs> in one phone call. <laughs> yeah, why don't you say, uh, Graz, what, what's your favorite style of beer again? What do you like the best? My favorite style of beer is about a 7.5. Mm-hmm. It's a milkshake that they're making out of Lindenhurst. Coming <laughs> <up through laughs> there the you go. This guy freaking <laughs> listens every second and remembers everything. I don't remember anything. I just happened to catch this, Michael. All right. right? You got a bad fucking attitude, Michael. <laughs> I got a great attitude. I am so glad you called in. Michael, and I that's will not sarcasm. at 10 o'clock, walk in that door, punch you in the fucking face, <laughs> and take over that show. Do you like beer grass? I love beer. I, I like like a dark stout. Uh, it doesn't have chocolate? to be chocolatey. Yeah. Uh, 7.5. Can okay. you make that, Ryan? Yeah, definitely. There you go. <laughs> Graz, I found your recipe on Beersmith for a uh, number 104 black chocolate stout. Ooh. Oh, can we make it? There Pete, please. I will invest. <laughs> Pete, you know what? I got an idea. Fuck these brewers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you you, you and Pete are going to go off on your own and like... Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I knew this was right. going there. Let's, can you give me a scenario? Put some relaxing music in the background. I got two minutes. I'm getting off, Michael. All right. I hold promise. on. Let me find Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a family show. <laughs> yes. I, I'm not getting off that way. Hold on. I got it. Let me get, right. let me get you. Let me what set the mood here. Um, sounds like a dog back in there barking in the background. What was that? Oh, no, no, no. We'll get you some music, and then you can talk about it with, with Pete really fast. All right? Hold all on right, Melissa, just Melissa, let's whisper you and I. Okay. Melissa, look around. If you yeah. haven't noticed, it's an S&M den. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> Is this good enough for you guys? I know it's probably not loud enough to hear. I can't hear it, Michael. It's piano. Oh, okay. You want pop and circumstance? Right, Pete, like, what here's what we're going to do, Pete. Shh, shut up, Michael. It's my show. <laughs> All right, how about this? <laughs> Pete. Oh, all right, I can do this. Yeah, there you go. Graz is the Fuller the House. That's what he wants to go <laughs> Pete, do you have the recipe? Sure. I don't know. It's a little... Sure. <laughs> you said 105. Wait, you just told me 105 has a recipe. Can you get a recipe? <laughs> I'm sure you can Google anything, Graz, so... All let's, right, so let's say yes. here's what we're going to do. Okay, got it. Ryan is, Ryan's going to open up a certain section of Route 27A in Lindenhurst, opening up June 2019, <laughs> all right? And we're going to take a little spot, and we're going to create 500 cans. That's it, Ryan. Okay. Just a Remember a billion cans? Small batch release. For $10 a pop. Okay. 
Ten dollars a pop. And I'm gonna get We're a barrel agent. Ten dollars a yeah. pop. You better push that back up to ten percent, not to seven point two. Yeah. For ten dollars a pop, you got to have a ten percent alcohol content in there. At Minimum. Least. Okay. Really? Why? Wine. Because no one's gonna <laughs> buy a ten dollar can that has seven percent alcohol in it. What happens if it has thirteen? <laughs> this is your wine? this is your entrance theme, Brez. Sorry. What? There you go. I'll take this. I'll yeah. take this. You gonna clap with us? Is it that hard to make, Ryan or Melissa? Is it that hard to make 500 cans? Right, anyway. At our spot, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We won't be canning there. <laughs> so everything you do is, is, is tapped? Yeah. Yeah, for now. You know, we might have okay, like well, a, a little can on, on site or crowler type thing. but hmm. uh, Crowlers. Uh, the, how, many people, how many people could we get in there? Probably around 40 or 50. There you go. So you can bring your crowd, guys. I want to buy a night. I want to buy in it. You mean good. rent out the place for like a <laughs> private party? I want to rent out the place. Yeah, I want to rent out the place for a party. Oh, all right. That sounds like about, a great idea. See, now, you, now, now you're on track. All right, so let's talk a little bit because now, now I'm back uh, with no, you. Now you want to keep me <laughs> No, I don't. I, you don't need right? to invite me. I'm just saying you got the right <laughs> idea now. I'll just sneak in the I back door. Great. I don't really care. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Have somebody buy you the night uh-huh. for 40 people with, with an open bar for about, what, three hours? You don't want them. Piss ass drunk pissing in the corner, right? Well, you got to keep the nine percent <laughs> so out of out of the go. tap list because nine percent on open bar—that's a rough one. Really? All well, right. Well, what do we need to get per person? Ah, don't worry about the logistics of that right now. Here's the other thing: I, I do want to talk to you really uh, fast, even on and off the air, about the third rail and how we can uh, put a work guest tap over at the third rail for the brewers that are guests on the show. I think that's a great um, promotional thing for these guys. Some. Uh, what's the word I want? Incentive to come into the show. Do you think you can well, make Michael, that happen? Well, Michael, if you had a little bit of a better fucking attitude when I called and didn't put me on hold for five minutes, it would probably be a yes. But as of right now, I'm fucking 50-50 right now. With you. I like 50, those odds. Yeah. 50-50 where it counts, right? Really yes. Uh, Michael, uh, I will do anything for you. you know, it's The work with Pete and the Penis is the best show in the world. <sighs> And on that, Graz, we're going to say goodnight. <laughs> Have fun in Florida, Graz. Oh, man. Pete, I might call back. <laughs> Are you out driving tonight? I am, Michael. All I'm right. out between 10 and 11. I might even show up to punch you in the face. Well, listen, in all your, uh, Fingers crossed. In your travels, just, just stay, stay safe, please. Michael, uh, so let me say goodbye to Ryan and Melissa. Ryan and Melissa, good luck on your grand opening. Thank you. I know it'll be yeah. fantastic. If you want to make a chocolate stout that's going to make you a lot of money, let's do it. It's limo <laughs> talk. It's limo talk with Graz on Thursday nights at eight o'clock. That sounds good. <laughs> on Gov's Radio. Jesus, Ryan, get a fucking pulse. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. And and for you, Pete, may you have a happy Halloween with your children. Michael, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I love you, guys. I love you, Michael. I love you, Mike. Later, buddy. What is that? Bye, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Anthony Grazaday calling in every single show. We took it in the 8.45 hour as opposed to the 10 o'clock hour. But I uh, appreciate you calling in, buddy. I know you're going to continue listening. And if you do want to stop by later and you're in the area, come on by. Got plenty of beer here. Excuse me. So anyway, uh, so we were talking about, um, I guess, with Graz, uh, he brought up some good points about the tasting room. So I know one of the things people like to do is rent out the tasting room. Is that something you guys would be interested in? Uh, parties, private parties? Do you do private brewing for people for like a wedding or for a, 
um, some anniversaries or some other things? Yeah, I like I like the sound of that, but uh, you know, uh, that that'll all come yeah. when we get to that. <laughs> we're, we're I wish getting unsure. a private brew made was the thing when I was got married. That would have yeah, no, yeah. Cool. Jumped all sure. over that. Yeah, I mean that's just fun too. Hell yeah, you know? yeah definitely. I like that. That's what that's why I like brewing. It's I well, like drinking and hanging out with people. Yeah, and single batch brewing also gives you that another ability to, ability to experiment and to try new things and then test it out on. An audience, and that mm-hmm. way you could see if it works on a larger scale. Yeah, yeah, you know, and um, you know, that's part of the fun, as I say. Yeah. yeah. So let, let's talk about what I uh, say. So eight taps. What uh, other than auto milkshake? What uh, what do you think you're opening oh. with? What's uh, I like that. I'm sorry. I'm just. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you want some? Oh, sure. Here? Yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, well, how much of this do you consume in a given day slash week? Uh, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> Because I would consume a lot of this had I had uh, full access to it. Yeah, like yeah. I said, yeah, the kegerator, it's rough sometimes. We served you know? that yeah. at the Oktoberfest in Lindenhurst, and I was drinking it the whole day. And oh, then cool. I laid down to go to bed that night, and I was like, why can't I go to sleep? <laughs> I, I was, like, so tired, and I'm laying there wide awake, and I'm like, it's the fucking cold brew. It is? It you, does, it, does there a caffeine? Yeah. Can you get that test meanwhile, to see if there's a caffeine level in it? Yeah, meanwhile, there's not that much not enough to really like yeah it's more for flavor like the red bull i just drank that sends me over the roof yeah yeah, Yeah. it's more for flavor than um i don't know but it's probably mental too like if you feel (laughs) that you have any part of i I find that because i'm not a coffee drinker but if i have a sip or something i'm like i'm I'm wired i'm ready to go yeah Mm -hmm. they say even people that smell like the beans yes absolutely wakes you up yeah like sends it through you yeah uh so anyway he was talking about so yeah we'll probably do i mean again where i love brewing and then these hazy ipas you know really are my jam for a while past couple of years love brewing them love drinking them and then but uh you know i also like some of the traditional beers cold style ales like pilsners stuff like that light and then on, on the dark side stouts and porters uh we're going to be doing cold brew on tap there too oh, cool. oh okay and doing blending different beans and you know just super uh non-acidic you know cold brew it's going to come out uh, when i'm a nitro come out like a guinness but then you could blend like a stat with it right on the spot mm. you know get have fun with it like that yeah um and then doing you know it's different seasonal beers that's the plan you know have you done seasonal before i guess with your uh with the group and the club and all that stuff seasonal beers yeah like yeah yeah well personally yeah I'm, you know brewing like, like you've said, done an oktoberfest yeah, or Marzen well, or, or yeah, or really like Mar- Marzen's, yeah. right, right. Um, yeah, and then while working for Greenpoint, we've we've done styles like that, yeah, all over, you know, all over the place. Even yeah, the chocolate stouts and stuff like that, down to you know, all you know. I said there's a beer for every every place and time. Yeah. Uh, so that's part of the fun is just you know coming into the brewery and trying new things. Absolutely, you know, that's part of the allure room. of it. I think. I mean, yeah. that's why when Pete and I go out and travel all over the place, we love to go see new breweries and stuff we haven't seen. I, I was making mention of the Lancaster um, uh, restaurant I went to. Remember that mat of tastings where they had something like I think I counted eighteen, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> samplers. When you get the sampler there, it's 18 different beers on a platter. The waitress comes over and you're like, please don't spill all that. (laughs) And you have to clear the table to get it. Like, that was interesting to me because you don't have that many um, duplicates. It was a lot of the same, but with, like you said, just a switch here or there and, and, you know, increasing IBUs or increasing ABV and kind of changing up that way, adding new elements here and there. But it's pretty much the same thing. You have your Pilsners, you have your. IPAs, you had uh, your darks, your ambers, porter stouts, browns, 
You have a brown? You ever brew a brown? I love a brown. Mm-hmm. It's so good now, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite thing to do is like banana, not brown. Ooh. Yeah. Or like so. a Wells yeah, yeah, base. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. Good seller, favorite. Too. You know. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. You know, it's not as popular as you would think, but I th- it's English-style brown. Not my style, right? So. No? You don't like it? I don't like bananas either. Uh, no? No. Like, so you don't like Hefeweizens? No, I like Hefeweizens. You do? Yeah, I know it's the banana is yeast-driven, but, you know, more on that. Uh, I don't think like uh, a Black Forest ever brewed anything with bananas, but their Hefeweizens were good. There's a good. I like yeah. Who Garden. Uh, what else makes good Hefeweizen? Uh uh, Long Beaches was good. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Polliners very good. I like yeah. Polliners. Yep. It's yep. a little low on the ABV scale, but it's very That's good. That's all right. Uh, Hefeweizen's on the list of to come on. Do you have? Do you already have laid out what your eight taps are going to be on opening day? Uh, loosely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come. Like I said, me and Phil are going to sit down, hang out, and uh, yeah, because it requires some out. some scheduling, I would imagine, some actual thought process and pre production. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we have we have things. Uh, in the vault, I guess I could say, you know, and plans. And, you know, kettle sours, too, I, I forgot to say before, which um, we're going to do a lot of kettle sours, fruited sours, and then uh, also down the line doing some uh, wild inoculated, oh. you know, doing some cool ship, doing some real Ooh. funky wild stuff. Those cold know. chips take a long time, They though, take right? a long time, yeah, yeah. So we already started doing some of those. Really? Yeah, just trying to pull yeast from uh, our house, okay. my house, our house. <laughs> You know, brewing in the backyard. Use, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to get like some anything good. Like, it, can you can you get a sample as you go along and get an idea of where it's going? Yeah, yeah. And change so it if you need to. We, we brewed like a bunch, and then um, we let it sit at like gallon. Uh, you know, the jugs sit around and inoculate outside right. in different areas, and then. Uh, so what what kind of equipment goes into that? Because when you say inoculate, I'm thinking of your s- traditional brewing process. You carboy it cap it and see what happens yeah so so car- what's the difference mini carboy yeah because we split it the batch up and okay. then uh you put like a cheesecloth on top and just let it sit out and that's it mm. and the yeast will just get in there huh and then the cloth will keep the bugs out yeah now is there anything oh yeah it's true um is there anything that as a like a a farmer would would uh maybe plant specifically to attract more wild yeast is there any flowering plants or anything like that that you'd probably want in your garden or in your area uh, that I'm not sure. That's yeah. more Phil's territory. But yeah, <laughs> so we left some in, I have hops at the house. Okay. So, um, we left a couple gallons sitting around there to see. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so we spread them out and, uh, you know, we got to sit down and just taste them and then we'll pull the yeast from there and then build the cultures up. And well, I was going to say from that, then yeah, you can now start getting a sense of where it's going to go yeah. and see what they can apply to. Cause I'm sure you'd say, well, this one will be good for this, and that one. Is that based on taste or smell, or how do you go by that? Yeah, everything. No, every, yep. And you really, it's not quite the best of taste to start out, I would imagine. Yeah, right? and a lot of it comes down to, like, yeah, that's Phil's, like, expertise, where he just goes really in-depth. I'm more gravitated towards the IPAs and all that stuff. Okay. You know, I'm brewing all these New Englands and stuff, and then, and, like, beers like this, um, where he just loves the sours, whether they're kettle sours. He's not so big on kettle sours, mm-hmm. but he has, like, different techniques that, you know, uh, there's some off flavors that he just know he wants to avoid. He knows the techniques to do it. Okay. So, um, cause and obviously, you know, the, ex- the kettle sours are you could turn around a beer in a week with kettle sour. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and what are you reaching for an ABV on that? Uh, it all depends on what you're going for. Mm. You know. 
I guess the longer you let it go, the better it is? Or no, back to like grain. Grain and stuff. Yeah, oh, sugar okay. content. Yep. And even with the more grain, you could let it go only about a week or so and you can turn around? Well, it, yeah, it all depends on yeast yeah. health, okay. culture, stri- like the strain. Huh. But that's when you sour, kettle sour, you literally do it in like a weekend. And it'll drop wow. the pH, it'll make it tart, sour. Right. And then you tr- like you'll boil in the kettle and then hop it. And then, um, you know, all the breweries now just add a ton of fruit to them. Right. Mm. Uh, or some of them now you can put them in in 7-Eleven Slurpee, uh, you know, machines. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Make a slushy. Which, I mean, the beer you're drinking now is very, uh, it's not traditional. I'm, I'm like, that might be too far. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you might, these breweries might be pushing it, you know, with these. <laughs> They're these, trying it. They're trying everything because you know, we want to be the first to do this or the first to do yeah, that. Yeah, you know, it's cool, but I'm like, you know, it's uh, like like more of the culinary aspect than just mm. just that that stuff, you know. Now, uh, what's the difference uh, between your kettle sours and something like a farmhouse ale? What would what would be the difference in process for that? Well, farmhouse is more, uh, yeah, it's the yeast. Yeah, you'd get all right. So it depends on temperatures of uh, fermentation. Okay, so and then depending on you know a lot of these farmhouse ales, it's farmers are literally growing all the wheat and the grain, Mm -hmm. barley, and so they're just deriving it from their ingredients in addition to some of the process. Yeah. Okay. Because I I I sometimes not get them confused, but like I I say okay, it's kind of in that same realm. And when you have a kettle sour versus a farmhouse, that it ends up having that same kind of feel to it i don't know that's just what i've been getting yeah, oh, tart funky right it exactly. all depends it's all it's such a wide range right uh on the phone we got somebody is the word with mike and pete who do we got on the phone hey it's kenny hey kenny what's going on buddy how are you not much not much uh just hanging out watching uh two of my good friends uh <laughs> talk about their brewery are you uh you looking at the uh youtube page <laughs> yes i am all right let me uh Oh, get it Adjusted so you can see their faces better. Actually, it's been down a little bit. I didn't even peek at that later. You don't need to down. see Pete and I's face at all. Oh, why not? Pete, please don't. Pete, no. Pete and I no. suck, Kenny. Yeah. Uh, but there you go. Now you got a nice view of Ryan and Melissa on he sees this all the time. YouTube. Yeah, you <laughs> well, we're not special. Perfect. Like, yeah. There you go. How's it going, Kenny? So very, what, very good. What, a, what, a, what an interesting Monday night. I had no idea this was going on. I'm very proud of the two of them. Well, Ryan, <laughs> how come you didn't tell Kenny about us? Kenny, what do you uh, what do you do? What am I doing right now? No, what what <laughs> what, 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 what do you do? <laughs> and sure, yes, you, you can come down right now if you like. No, 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 no. Right. I think I think I'm fine here at home. I'm on my like third glass of wine after a couple of, of all things. I know it's a little taboo. Michelob Ultras. Oh, you <laughs> called a craft beer podcast with Michelob Ultra? I know. You I know. son of a they bitch, a, Jenny. They had a deal at the bar. I couldn't pass it up. What kind of deal? What are you talking about? Where, what bar did you go to? Three first. Oh, uh, oh. Over, over by my job in the city. Three, uh, three for ten Michelob Ultras over in Woodside. That's not bad for the city. Sounds like you're getting overcharged. <laughs> <laughs> Just mildly you know for what? 50 cent beers. Take my, take my money. Take my money <laughs> for that place. No problem. As long as it's not a $7 Bud Light. Like in Lindenhurst, that's fine. Oh boy, you know? that's, that's so true though. Uh, uh-huh. Have you have you had some of Ryan's beer uh, that he's brewed over the years? You know what? I've had bits and pieces of it, <laughs> and and I've also dropped giant things of it into bits and pieces. <laughs> so, yes. so, so I mean, yeah, he's, there's, he's there's been over quite a, a quite a bit of beer <laughs> absolutely yes. Yeah. Oh, what happened to the fermenter, Kenny? What'd you do? What did I do to the fermenter? Um, 
I tried to be a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, After a couple of these, Kenny, try these, try these beers, try this IPA from out of state, try this from that, try this from that. Would you be and, uh, <laughs> like 9%? And, and, oh, and as I tried to clean up it. one mess, I bumped into a table <laughs> once, and I got lucky. Yeah. And then I bumped into it again like 10 seconds later, and then all of a sudden something flipped over, and liquid spilled into a plastic bag and then onto the floor like a waterfall. And so <laughs> that's when I broke that fermenter. <laughs> you like physically yeah. broke the fermenter? Oh, it's yeah, broken, yeah, or the spout, it, the spout came off of it. Oh, he doesn't hate me. He asked no, me to call him yeah, today, yeah, so he doesn't. No, he doesn't hate you. It, it I right. felt, I felt horrible. It, it was made out of plastic, and it was me, like being in a room with things. He's you like, know? it was a piece of shit. But I'm just saying, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to knock over the the. Listen, Listen, in his hands, it's fine. When I breathe in a room, bad things happen. And so that's what happened. <laughs> Is he you your know? local, like, he's that guy of the, the crew, right? Just the wrecker that's just always hitting things and breaking things. And the reason why everyone says this is not why this is why we don't have nice things. I, should, I probably could say that. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, I'd, I'd say that that's true. You know, I used to think I was mouth from the Goonies. Nah, I'm chunk. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's, that's for a fact. You need a yeah, shuffle, I got shuffle? The, I got the beer belly and the Superman shirt to go with it. Yeah, I just need a, I just need a pirate ship and a cove, and there we go. <laughs> well, we'll know who to look for at the brewery coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't say put me on full-time staff, but maybe I can guess, you know, like, poor. Okay. I think that'd be okay. We'll have you, know, you handle we, anything. We might do all right. Rubber or plastic, obviously, and nothing yeah, to spout. Yeah, no glass, nothing, nope. and uh, I, I think maybe I should get ru- wrapped in bubble wrap. Yeah. <laughs> we see you driving the forklift or running. Wrap the tap room in bubble wrap, <laughs> uh, just to be safe, you know? That sounds like a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. You know what? We'll have a bubble wrap night. <laughs> Did so, I just make up a new thing? Like you that, you might have. Something. It's an extra tap room. Yeah. <laughs> so what's been your favorite thing that Ryan's uh, brewed uh, since you've tasted it? Or if you can remember the name, but at least if you can't remember the name, it's just the style or what you uh, assumed it was. Um, the, the Shroombeck Ale, I think. <laughs> Brian loves to brew beers in honor of an event okay. and in honor of one of his friends. I think that's a what a what a lovely just just as as a, something for his character as a as a person. Just that's awesome. Aww. So candy and ale was great because I definitely drank a lot of that. I mean, it was free anyway, and it was for me. You know, that was. Beautiful. What was the know? event? Was it your birthday? Would you celebrate bar mitzvah? I, if I remember correctly, it was my twenty-first birthday. Hey, there you go. Was, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Salute. I mean, so, and that's how that's how long we've back. We've been brewing beers and doing a great job at it. I mean, well, he's been brewing beers and doing a great job at it. Um, just our friend group with with enjoying his success. It's it's been seven or eight years. It must be nice to see one of your buddies, you know, like kind of make their way through the process. And, and in a sense, I'm sure you guys struggled and, and there were hard times and bad times. And now the you're kind of right now. Uh, not right here. <laughs> no, right we're now. not right now. This is a good time. Right. But, <laughs> but like, I know I hear you. Just the whole journey in the process has got to be daunting and, and be able to go through all that and have, you know, your your woman next to you supporting you and being part of it. <laughs> your buddies behind you. That's good stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm personally I'm amazed at what a team they are. I'm very proud of the two of them, and uh, and and I love the both of them very much. And uh, I'm very happy that Ryan's got somebody's got his back, big time. And and I'm, it's it's lovely knowing you know how awesome Melissa is 
you know, involved in all this crazy process. Cause well, it, you just wanted to say, the, it's just so awesome how Melissa tolerates the shit out of Ryan as much <laughs> as she, just how she oh, tolerates yeah. this bullshit of, hey, oh. uh, I'm going to be a brewer. Like, get the fuck. My wife would get, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck back to work. Get another job. He proposed to me, and then he was like, I want to open a brewery. I'm like, well, fuck. I <laughs> <laughs> said yes. Well, it looks like we're not getting married anytime soon. <laughs> plan. It, it probably all happened within five minutes, and Melissa's head was like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. What, that would have been the smart way to do it. Yeah, you yeah, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. Uh, yeah, that's a good, good call. Um, so how long have you known Ryan and Melissa? Too long. Really? Actually, I feel like I've, I've probably taken some years off their life to, with yeah. the way that they've known me. You know what I mean? I, it's... <laughs> it's I, I've known Ryan uh, since before I was born, in a weird <laughs> way, if you think of it. So you were high-fiving, your dads were both high-fiving ball sacks, and you guys <laughs> go, 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 go weird, go 80s, and yeah. go like, you know, like aunts and moms partying during ah, summer camp in Woodlock okay. Pines. Woodlock, yeah. you guys are Woodlock people, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are well, we? I've never, I've never been, but yeah. he always went. Yeah. But I, I had a, a crazy... Basketball themed um, Kenny's turning eight birthday party at my house <laughs> in South Lindenhurst, and uh, his mom and my aunt yelled and screamed across the room at each other and said, "Oh, it's you! Oh, it's you! We went to Woodlock Pines," and that was funny because that was one of the first years I ever hung out with Ryan for go. the most part. And ever since then, it was like, you know, best buds. Eight years old, huh? <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah, that's going back, man. I don't know if you can tell yeah. from the YouTube stream. Ryan's getting a little red. This <laughs> 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 is getting a little close to home. Well, because Kenny will just—I love you, Kenny—but you'll keep going. He'll keep going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got a two-hour show, Ken. Keep on going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got plenty of beer ru- here, I'm and we're listening to your stories. <laughs> I've been ruining his life ever since. <laughs> you might as don't stop now. <laughs> fake Pokemon cards and stuff like that. <laughs> like, here you go, Catch man. On that one. Cool. You know, I bought them at uh, the store down the street. The guy wanted to rip off everybody. I didn't know oh, better. Boy. What's your fondest memory of Lindenhurst? I'm assuming you grew up in Lindenhurst with uh, Ryan. Fondest memory of Lindenhurst? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, boy. That's a tough question. Um, besides me and my bullshit every day? Uh, let's see. What did I do? Um Oh boy, you got to really stretch it. He's like, hanging out riding bikes, Shore Road Park, hanging out riding bikes, right, and going cool. on adventures in the back there before they had fences and rules and this and that. That's true. And nice um, there. can't do anything anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, there's just, just they they changed everything. Yeah, and uh, uh, I didn't realize it at the time, but I would again venture time on my bike as a child. Um, I didn't know you couldn't go into people's backyards on your bicycle and find souvenirs. <laughs> But I used to do that. Love doing that. So more that, or less, I is that what you call it? Larceny throughout my uh, my childhood years. I think they call it burglary. And trespassing. It was just so innocent back then. <laughs> but it was like I was just with my bike and souvenirs. You know, the good old days. You no know, breaking and entering. <laughs> it's fine. Back then yeah, it was I'm, like, oh, Kenny. I mean, if your gate's unlocked or it's open, I just thought that the sidewalk path turned into the back of your yard. <laughs> so if I came home at like, I don't know, like some flowers or or a little statue or uh, you know, a pinwheel, you know, or an occasional like, you know, sports item I never used, you know, I, you know, it's, it's a free so, game. So you're the one that stole my gnome out of my yard. Yeah, if I could fit it on my bicycle, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Dopey Pickles, just so you know. What? And we're missing him. He's, he's been gone for about four years now. Someone took him right off our lawn. 
He's probably in my basement somewhere. You know <laughs> about that. Ryan was down there one time. You want to talk about like an Indiana Jones adventure or go, oh, you know, boy. amateur cave exploring? Oh, my basement. That that is the place to be at. Uh, so Kenny, where did where approximately? You don't have to give me your street address or anything, but where did you live in Lindhurst? Up by uh, the north, the south, by Shore Road? Where'd you go? Well, I was a kid. I lived uh, South Shore, um, near Ryan. Okay. Went to the same elementary school, Bauer. Yeah. And. Um, and then around ten or eleven, I think I moved uh, north, north of Hoffman, over by uh, like the big lots. Okay, all right. So you're right over there. You're in the same vicinity now. And have you yeah. been? Have you been down over to the Mead Works or been over to uh, some of the parties these guys are throwing with their collaboration? Have you tried that collaboration? Uh, I haven't yet to try the re- most recent collaboration, but um, I hear it's very good. And uh, but I did go to a uh, the Oktoberfest festival that's annually in Lindenhurst mm. uh, as of last weekend, and um, everything that they had there was great between Twenty Seven A and Meadworks. It was delicious. You guys poured at that? Yeah. Nice. All right. I missed it. I was in Disney. I was actually in Bermuda. I was... really love Meadworks. They had like you know like Bud Light has those Mango Rita, Pineapple Rita. <laughs> Limerita <laughs> beers. Fucking yeah. awful they are. Meadworks does like Some a gourmet like version with higher booze in it. Oh yeah. And I have to and I didn't have to pay for it at all. So, <laughs> it was, yeah. it was, so it's always better. Yeah. <laughs> What's your have you been there enough? Do you have your own favorite uh brew over at Meadworks? Uh, I have not actually physically been to Meadworks. I'm just a big moocher. <laughs> so you're the one I that mean, shows I, up the festival? Be like, honest, hey, yeah, dude. I'm a bastard of a person. Yeah, I just, <laughs> just been mooching off of one that was around. Listen, yeah. we all got one of those, and we just tolerate him enough to leave him around because he does what you do. He just loves everybody and, and brings positivity to everybody. I tell you what, though, I did mm. do some sales. There's some people that want to buy like half gallon kegs or whatever it is that they sell there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How, I don't know how it works with me. Um, after like being like, try it, it's free because they know me. Have one, and they want to buy tons of it. And so Meadworks will do very well, especially with the uh, with the young ladies of Lindenhurst. You know, yes. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> young ladies of as long as you don't pedal your wares over to the uh, bikers and skateboarders over in the gazebo, you'll be fine. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I think that. Uh, although I probably I probably helped those guys out when I was their age. You know, somebody sure always helped me out. You know. We always went to uh, Quick Stop over in Copeg. That was our easy spot. It used yeah, to be a right? broken down spot over there by Stop and Shop or Finest or whatever it was back in the day. And we I had like a really suave shoulder tapping like plan, and <laughs> I and I I try to build some rapport with a stranger and then offer him like ten dollars over the crappiest thing that nobody knew what they should have ordered. From the some gas beast. station, you know, and it always worked out great. Like, yeah, can you uh, do me a favor? Me and my friends, you know, we need uh, spearing off ices. I know they're eighteen dollars a pack. Can you? Uh, here's thirty, man. Keep uh, keep ten for yourself. Meanwhile, they were like the shittiest thing in the world. You should never spend that much money on any of them. Never. <laughs> we used to get forties of Old E or uh, Saint Ives, Saint Ives, which were awful malt liquor, fruity drinks. <laughs> but that was at what fifteen, sixteen years old, and we used to go to the. Uh, uh, the high school underneath the bleachers, like every normal person would, and drink until we passed out. And that was fun. First beer I had was See, Bud Ice Light. Oh, Bud Ice Light. <laughs> That's right. See, you <laughs> were smart. I was stupid about it. Yeah, I tried to put on a big show and spent way too much. Here's, here's forty dollars for a six pack of Smirnoff Ice. Thanks for hooking me up, bro. He's popping <laughs> bottles. He's pouring over people's heads like they won the uh, NLCS. It's just like, hey, check it out. 
That's right. Kenny, I, you I sound like very... a partier. I when when twenty seven A opens, we're gonna hang out because I. Right now, I'm a little tame because I have a lot of moving parts here. But uh, as we get through the night and as we get closer to drinking about 15 beers, then we're going to get it loosened up. All right. I mean, <laughs> if you want the world to, I don't know if it would implode or explode, but one of those two things. <laughs> yeah, both. Sure, let's do it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so you say you're like a gremlin that if you feed you too many beers, it, things start to go poorly. That's right, and don't get me wet after midnight or however it works. <laughs> uh, Kenny, on that, we appreciate you calling in, buddy. You got it. You want to say goodbye to the uh, the folks over here, Ryan and uh, Melissa? Mwah. Good night. <laughs> Later, Bye, Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> That's what cheap beer and red wine gets you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, buddy. Later. Good night. Ah, uh, Kenny from Linnehurst, friends with your... Uh, does he have an official title? Do you have? Do you have, like, a... A thing for him yet? Like, that's... A title for regarding... I don't know. Does he have, like, a nickname or something? Oh, he, he calls himself Candyman. Candyman? <laughs> yeah. So there's the Candyman. He used to sell candy in high school. Really? Ah. Yeah. Like, so. for, for money? Yeah. And just he used to make a lot of money. Own, really? Yeah. Yeah. He had a whole pyramid scheme. Candy? Really? Yeah. 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 No, like, kids would... <laughs> kids, like, younger kids we were friends with... Okay. Uh, they would go and they'd take up... He would stock, stock his locker up with boxes... <laughs> and they would take a box, and at the end of the day, they would fill an envelope with money and leave it in there. And then at the end of the day, he would, all right, all my envelopes were accounted for. All right. And then he literally has like 300 bucks a day cash. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Yep. What the hell was I doing? It's <laughs> not bad in high school. That's not bad at all. So it, what happens if someone didn't pay up? They took the box, they left. Is he is he big enough to break some necks? Like, is uh, he, yeah. yeah. No, no, he's not. <laughs> but, he, but everyone just liked him enough because he's probably a nice guy to just – be exactly. honest with him. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's smart that way, I guess. You don't have to break any necks. You don't get in trouble that way. And just everything's like, yeah. It was all smooth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, that was pretty That was fun. the highlight of his life. So. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was I think I, you know what? Now, now you say that, I, I believe in grammar school, I would get those um, nickel warheads in single packages. Right. And I used to sell them in class for like 10 cents, and I would pay 5 cents. I never made as much as he did. <laughs> That's ridiculous amounts of money. I maybe made a dollar. Like, I made a dollar today, and I'm going to go get more candy and sell. And I think I eventually got in trouble. Catholic school. Yep. So they beat you with the bag of candy if they <laughs> caught you. So Fucking nuns with the rulers. I know. It's crazy. Uh, so we're getting to the point where we're uh, going to get into our next beer. Do you guys want to take a break, or do you want uh, to just start drinking more? Take a quick or break. both. Mmm. Down for both. both. Yeah, I got. I think I have to pee again. I broke the. I broke <laughs> the, seal the seal just a moment. I know I'm terrible. Baby bladder. I had too. That's not baby bladder. I had too many things at back at the house before I got here. Too many things. Too many things. things. Yes, like an entire gallon of Gatorade. I don't know why I did that, but I was so parched coming home from school today. Uh, I needed to rehydrate before I started tonight's festivities. Mm. Otherwise, I wake up tomorrow like oh, no matter how. <laughs> The beer is. It's oh, just, that's every day after a podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's very true. It's like two hours before I get anything done at work. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, tomorrow, fine. anyone that wants to talk to Pete, <laughs> go ahead and DM us and bother him. Uh, that's the Wart, a podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Also, check us out, govsradio.com. Tomorrow, just so you guys know, as we go into break here, we will have this podcast up on our platforms. You want to know what our platforms are, Pete? I'd love to know. No, you, you should know. <laughs> Pete. I thought you were going to be like, well, I know, Mike. I know what those. Pu- Pete, do you know one of the platforms? No, I think I got most of it. Is iTunes? That's correct. Uh, yes. Laughable. Laughable app. Yep. Available uh, on the. Hopped Up Network. Yep. Uh, hopped Up Network. Jersey Beard out. guys are now taking that over. What? On the YouTubes. 
The YouTubes are good, yep. And on rotation at govsradio.com. There we go. We'll be right back after this. This is The Word with Mike and Pete. Uh, stick right there. We'll be right back. More phone calls. And Ryan and Melissa from 27A. This is Govs Radio, and you're getting drunk with Mike and Pete on The Word. Govs Radio. <laughs> Listening to the wart on Guffs Radio. Hey, uh, moron! It's pronounced the wart. What the hell is a wart? Pronounced the wart. What is it? The wart? Uh, yeah, okay, I'll do that again. This is the wart on Guffs Radio. It is the wart, not warts, not forts, not short. The wart. I'm sorry, I just don't know what that means. When do you guys start drinking? Who says we haven't been drinking? Where's mine? If I say it correctly this time, can I have a drink? Uh, we'll think about it. You're listening to The Words on Govs Radio. We got a little caught up in conversation, talking about Dan Moss and Fire Island. I'll bring down my levels, and I'll pop you guys on. There you go. This is The Word of Mike at PeteGovsRadio.com, streaming on our YouTube page. Pete's been working the manual controls for the audio feed for YouTube, and I appreciate that. I can click a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, or two weeks ago, we actually lost the entire recording of our podcast because of technical difficulties. And it was there. It just had static in it. And I said to Pete, you saved us from our death-defying uh, Unintentionally. Feet. Unintentionally. I no this happens. I was, able to pull, <laughs> I was able to pull the audio off of our YouTube um, stream that day uh, to get the podcast up on iTunes, Laughable, Hopped Up Network, uh, and all our other outlets. So thanks, Pete. You're doing a great job over there. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking to Ryan uh, a little bit about the brewery and, and you know, the, the process of what he's going through. And, uh, you know, as you said, you guys are going to be fairly small and, and probably do a little bit of, um, you know, uh, as you mentioned, gypsy brewing, which means, you know, traveling from brewery to brewery and maybe creating bigger batches than the brewery you, you have is capable of. Let me ask you this. Um, what is a brewery you would love to do, like, some sort of collab with? Who do you respect the most? Besides where you came from, <laughs> obviously, I would say Greenpoint, because immediately, like, I have such good roots there. But is there anyone else out there that's, like, your, your bucket list of people you'd love to work with? That's a tough question. I have so many more of those types of questions. I Just can't. wait. I'm not even going to answer it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you get that. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. You know. But is, would it be on Long Island? Obviously, it'd uh, make it easier. It all depends, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that the collab uh, route or route, what is it? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, it's, it's saturated in that regard where, it, you know, these breweries are just doing collabs, quote unquote, where they're just basically mashing up their IPA recipes and mm-hmm. nothing – news coming from it and nothing creative or experimental or just like it's cool to have a good good time and drink and brew quote unquote uh together uh but you know if i was we were going to do some collabs like me and phil would really have to uh you know dive in and we would we would do some meaningful stuff like again like we did the collab with wa right so and which was something completely different those are has anyone done anything like that before they, there has really, you know, different meteries around, but they're the first one on Long Island since the one a uh, couple years ago closed down. They couldn't have a Long Island meteory. They couldn't have a tasting room, so it kind of killed that business model. And where was that? I'm not sure exactly, but um, it was within it was out Nassau East. South. Oh, okay, it was out yeah, east. Yeah, okay. Long Island meteory, but uh, you know, they're they're really carrying the torch. And you go in there, it's you can get a flight and just enjoy everything. You'll get some some glasses. You know, they do everything from session meads up to 
they call it like wine strength where it's mm. 14, mm. 15, 16 percent. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I stay away from those. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, again, when we do the cloud, I was like, yeah, oh, let's make it a little more sessionable. You know, yeah. I like to drink. I like to drink a bunch. Seven is good. Seven is I don't want to get strong. I think ours is uh, five, six. So, all right. So, that's, yeah. You know, it's it like perfect for me. And, um, you know, it was all the honey, using their honey, honey based, and yeah. then my yeah, hop can, schedule. Can you talk about that, like, that collab? Like, how, how do you make a pale mead? Oh, well, so we just, for this one, we're going we're gonna to keep continuing doing different stuff and experimenting at both spots once we, uh, once 27A opens up. But, um, yeah, we added some hops. We boiled up some water with some, uh, some honey, you know, did their, like, base, one of their bases. Okay. And then um, we added some hops, some bittering hops, uh, you know, to boil, to get some, some bitterness out of the IVUs. You're familiar with the uh, brewing process at mm-hmm. all. Just because Joe, like Joe really wanted to push the whole beer aspect of it. Okay. He wanted to, you know, really have it taste more hoppy than honey. And then uh, so we used uh, Columbus and Azaka and Centennial. Ooh, we heard Azaka last, last time. That's one of those newer stars of the hop world. Yeah, some people say that. You know, it's a high alpha acid, so you're going to get the bitterness. If you let it sit hot, you know, a boiling temps, like the longer you let it sit, the more the IBUs is going to you know, I summarize the alpha acids and you're going to get that, that firm bitterness right. on the backbone. And then I'm one of these new school brewers where, you know, we then lower and we do a whirlpool slash hop stand as they call it. Okay. Where we lower to like around 160. It varies from 155 to 175. And it's just on a slower release of what's coming out of, of the hop. Or? Yeah. So you're, you're going to take a ton of hops mm-hmm. and then way more than traditionally. And, um, you're going to, let it steep at that temp mm-hmm. and it's lower so it's not boiling so you're going to get more of those fruit flavors you're going to ah. get more citrus you're going to get mm. more uh you know f- you know fruit and all that stuff it's going to be smoother bitterness too so what would you get if you up the temperature you're just going to get just harder bitterness yeah i think less of west, west coast yeah. ipas okay. okay all right yeah and so that's really so. the difference it's just the boil yeah in a sense. exactly not so and much the time the, the duration correct and the yeah. contact temperature all right and then from there we chilled it and then um we pitched some some yeast and uh we let it sit, and then we came back, uh, you know, sometime later after it's done fermenting. We, we tried it. We, we sat with the guys. And then we, uh, you know, we added some dry hops, a bunch of dry hops, like right in the bright tank. Mm-hmm. Just the best way to do it regarding, for, especially what we are doing with this, where mead's not as uh, oxygen sensitive as beer is. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. this is kind of, but once you get hops in there, hops are oxygen sensitive. Right. So we added right to the bright. We did Citra and Simcoe. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, big, big hops, great flavors of them. They're really like Simcoe is like one of the OGs of this uh, this new wave of these yeah. juicy uh, IPAs. And then Citra as well is just carrying mm-hmm. the torch, leading to like some of these newer varieties from Australia and New Zealand, but um, as American base goes. So then that was that, where now you drink it and uh, you're going to get some honey, the malt on the forefront, and then you're going to have some bitterness, some uh, almost, and then with the carbonation a little higher than the traditional meads. Right. You're going to get a little more of that beer, like spritz, like a little oh, carbonations right. on the forefront. Yeah. And then um, the hops are there, but they're, they're restrained. It's not too bitter. Okay. It's a, it's a backbone. Right, right. And, and then, you just have the base. And you, yeah, and then you get that citrus flavors and aromas. Oh. So 
really happy with it, you know. Is it true that most of that does come through almost the smelling process, too, as you're drinking, you're getting not only the taste, but the smell? The yeah, yeah, with I think it so. Adds so to it. I'm a trained, you know, I did the BJCP program, the BJCP oh, okay, program. Right. So me and Phil did it uh, last year, and, you know, we had a, fun, a ton of fun. Where'd you go for that? Where's, where'd they hold that? So, well, we did, I did some classes with the Long Island Beer Malt Enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. They had kind of like... Guys come there. in? Yeah, well, slash uh, John, who's from Homer and Hand Grenades, yeah. hosted mm-hmm. it. Um and they kind of just broke down every time you met. You learned the process of judging, and then you would focus on different styles and how to judge and mm-hmm. critique them. And then there's, like, a whole big test and this and that. But ever since, me and Phil have been, you know, every time there's a competition in the Tri-State area, we'll go, we'll judge. And, you know, you learn nice. while you judge, too, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so. I think that would be part of it is that as you're judging, you're kind of getting new flavors and what people are trying to put forward, and you're like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, so sometimes when I judge, I, you know, I tell them or whatever, you could sign up. I'm like, you know, IPAs put me there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not saying I'm like. I'm going to drink them all. <laughs> no, yeah, but it's just. Taste, uh, taste, taste. I know, now. Are we done? I know okay, where oh, people oh. went wrong because I've brewed them. I pushed certain okay. aspects the, the wrong ways yeah. a bunch of times. So but that's what's cool. If you're a home brewer, you put beers in a competition, you get feedback. Hmm. So what's helped me earlier on brewing is uh, Chris Dolan from Blue Point Brewing. Oh, nice. Brewery, whatever you want. Yeah. You know, the big, the big guy. <laughs> and, uh, the millionaire. Know, gave, the millionaire. He's gave me, uh, <laughs> yeah. but Chris Dolan, is, he's, he's given me a lot of good feedback. Okay. On, uh, you know, how to improve my beers. So uh, now I just go directly to him. Well, that's a hell of a guy to get to, the, the millionaire to tell you how to, yeah. to brew the well, beer. Well, no, he, you know, he, he's, uh, I think, doing their packaging for them. Okay. And he's a brewer as well, but um, and he's a talented he's brewer. He's doing just guy. fine for himself with the but, uh, Annie, you know, Uncle he, Anheuser. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, but, you know, they got the new the new facility, you know. Yeah. This, so I did you go out? Did you go to the festival Saturday? No, no, I couldn't make it out. So there was so much going on this past weekend. So yeah. you had the Blue Point uh, Festival. Um, they were holding, uh, I think, Dinosaur Junior. and Real Big Fish played. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. then they had their twenty year anniversary, obviously, with a lot of new beers that they're putting out, and and of course the new facility. You had um, Oyster Fest going yep. up. Uh, in Oyster Bay, and we stopped by the uh, Oyster Someone Bay Someone bit a cop there. What? <laughs> saw that. That what the crazy. fuck? <laughs> well, no, I didn't see this. Talk to me about this one. <laughs> so, so, I don't know. Someone uh, was bit probably... Bit a cop. Bit a cop. Okay. Uh, Over a parking ticket or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not even a parking ticket. They were upset that there was a parking fee at Oyster Fest. Oh, God. So they got, I don't know, probably, some, probably hammered already. Oh, yeah. And they got into it with a cop, you know, and then bit a cop. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, I think the other thing that was going on was Punktoberfest over at Great yeah, South Bay. Great South That's Bay. a lot to like. That you got to divvy up your time. They could have coordinate all that. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's spread it out a little more. Um, there was a lot of breweries over at Punktoberfest. If you saw that lineup, uh, unbelievable amount of people showed up for that. Yeah. And it's getting better and better. Um, I remember last year they had uh, Iron Chic and they had yeah, some really great, Chic. yeah, really great <laughs> local bands. You know, the, I saw them yeah. on Friday. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, was it Rob? Uh, so my Ramona, who's was that my a daughter's or friend, you mean a wrestler, yeah. um, the Rob. father of uh, what was yeah. his name Rob? Rob yep. Callis. Yeah, it was Rob. Yeah. So yeah, we knew yeah. Rob because he was uh, yeah, you know, he's in Capital of, too. Yeah, he was in a bunch of. That's bands. right, he was in that yeah, as well. So. Uh, maybe we'll play some Iron Sheik at the next break. That'd be fun. Is that a band? Yeah. yeah. So Iron Sheik is a band. <laughs> I don't want to say they're from Lindenhurst, but there's a bunch of members that are in and lived in Lindenhurst, or mm. at least Rob did. Um, and so, uh, unfortunately, he passed away, and uh, we knew the family, and we were helping out and delivering food to them and all that other mm. good stuff. Uh, it was pretty sad. And, and Ramona's a great girl, and we see them in church a lot and, and um, try to help out whenever we can. Um, Mom is awesome. I, must, um, I gotta remember her name. Uh, I'll get back to it. It'll remind me later. 
my wife's listening, she'll end up texting me and being like, hey, idiot, <laughs> her name is, and I don't remember. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, th- that's how I got turned on for Iron Sheik was through Rob. Rob yeah, was absolutely. like, I'm in a band. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, man. He's like, Iron Sheik. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I know Iron Sheik. Yeah. So that was. Also uh, capital of your list. Of yeah, like you said. Big, big fan of um, those guys. They uh, they play Punktoberfest, and then actually yeah, so much fun. Um, yeah. This past weekend, one of my ex students, uh, who's in a band called Cherry Pop, uh, played at Punktoberfest. I was actually very surprised. I saw one of the girls in my class that's friendly with him wear the shirt, and I go, "Oh, it's Cherry Pop." And she goes, "Oh yeah, it's a um, it's a band. It's like mm-hmm. a girl lead singer punk band." And you know, I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. Who's in it?" Well, uh, you know, Austin. Austin's in it. I go, oh, Austin. I had him, like, a few years ago. Um, and I just so happened to look at the lineup of the poster of uh, Punktoberfest, and there they are. They're, yes. like, third in line. They weren't headlining, oh, yeah. but they were right there. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. He's playing Punktoberfest? That's awesome. <laughs> but, you know, punk rock is really not uh, as prevalent as it used to be here in uh, Long Island. It used to be a huge scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Unbelievable amount of people that came out of Long Island. Um, I wouldn't classify all these people as punk rock, but you had the Bayside. Were there. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. Bayside and Taking Back Sunday, Cave In. Yeah. Um, brand new, of course. Um, these are That's the time in which I was in a band, and we were around these people uh, for a very long time. And it was awesome. It was like the golden age mm-hmm. yeah. during that. Like 2001, 2002, oh, <laughs> nothing better. Um, so much fun. So we'll listen to uh, some of that Iron Sheik in the break. Um, what do you want to play? Do you know many of the songs? I have a couple of them here. The new album that came out last year was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, big on the earlier stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... Uh, okay, no, I found it. I, I know which one I want. All right, good. We'll put that one in there. That's uh, Cutesy Monster Man. We'll, put, we'll play that at nice. break. So anyway, choice, uh, so, yeah, <laughs> there you go. How's it going? Um so, yeah, so Punktoberfest was going on, uh, like a ton of uh, breweries, and uh, pretty much we kind of missed all of this. Uh, you and I just got back the weekend prior on travel. So tell me about Mount Snow, because we posted a lot of pictures on Instagram, and uh, we wanted to hear uh, from Switchback, which is one of the breweries you kind of had on, and, and tell us a little bit about your experience, Pete. Yeah, so uh, Mount Snow does uh, an Oktoberfest event every Columbus Day weekend. So my wife and I went there a few times uh, prior to kids. Uh, when it was a lot more fun. You'll uh, see. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. Uh, Every little bit of your freedom slowly drips out. Say about a spontaneity and <laughs> whimsy. Uh, Though when you own a brewery, you kind of almost have that like built in a little bit. Well, like, I guess any if you any small business. Well, let me ask you this: Do you have do you have family locally as well? Yes. Well, that'll help. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fucking guys. yeah. My mom lives with us, so. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, that's why we're not Built taking her Built-in babysitter. <laughs> uh, Ryan, so hold out as long as you can. I'm just <laughs> saying. Just saying, regardless. All right, got it. Sorry, buddy. So we're up with the, uh, you know, both of our parents and uh, the kids and had as much beer, as much beer and German food as I could, if I could sneak in. Nice. So it was good, though. It was uh, Stone Corral Black Lager. Yep, Stone uh, Coral Brewery up in uh, Richmond, Vermont. Yep. Uh, what else? We, like uh, Switchback. Farnham, uh, Farnham Brewing, also up in uh, Vermont. I forget where. They had a, they had a really, really good Marzen. Uh, that was interesting. That was one of the better ones I had. And then uh, I posted a picture of it. Uh, um, Mike from uh, Port Jeff, his yes. other brewery up in uh, Killington. Yes. Uh, their K1. Uh, now, IPA. they had that on site at Mount Snow? No, I, 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 I found a four-pack at the 
Local Se- place. Seven Eleven. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. He's selling Seven Eleven. The Seven Eleven there. So uh, <sighs> the, the lax laws in freaking <laughs> no, Vermont. No, it is the uh, the um, there's state-run liquor stores in Vermont and New Hampshire. Okay. Uh, so there's a state-run liquor store in the Seven Eleven. And that's like oh, the okay. only store in the town. It's kind of like when you go. see a subway built into a, a Sam, um, yeah. uh, gas station. Yeah. So uh, they have a the past couple of years. They've had a decent selection of uh, craft brewers. So uh, Killington Brewing Company was uh, was there. So I picked up a four pack of uh, of K one. It was really fucking good. I bought a bought a can for you. Nice. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I love you. It was good. Thanks, it was really Pete. Good. But no, it was a lot, a lot of good brewers on tap. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nice. That's why we, I said we love traveling and trying new stuff, and that's one of the things that would Absolutely. make Lindenhurst a destination place mm-hmm. when you have yeah, the meadery and you have you guys. Yeah. For people to come in to the some new restaurants, yeah, yeah. absolutely, and, and to try new, I, I think that's great. Uh, that's one of the things. Like, I don't need revenue from travel. <laughs> that's not <laughs> why I live there. But it's great to have uh, people from out of state and then get the the recognition that I think our town deserves. And hopefully that could drive up, you know, real estate and make it a nicer place to live, like Babylon. Yeah, we're telling our friends not to sell their houses yet. No, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't. And yeah. all their friends that moved out were like, come back. Yeah, come back. <laughs> like <laughs> now yeah. because because yeah. they want, you know, they want to settle back down in Lindenhurst, but yeah, you know, whatever. there's still a lot of zombie houses. We can go in with bulldozers <laughs> and knock them all down. Yeah, it'd be great. You know how how awesome it would be to see the town explode. And then all of our freaking values skyrocket through the roof. And they've been going up. Even the last three years, the value yeah. of my house has been going up consistently. So I see an uptrend, and I nice. think it has a lot to do with you guys and what you're putting into the town. Yeah, I just keep saying, wait till next summer, you know. Yeah. Once everything, everything Everyone else, like the other restaurants and stuff yeah. settled down? Absolutely. Oh, you know, I can't wait. It's going to be good. I'm fucking waiting for this for goddamn years. <laughs> I grew up in Amityville. There wasn't f- shit. There was yeah. nothing. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> I, had no, I had a five and ten. And then uh, the the one good place burnt down, and now all I got was Victorios, and I guess Amity L's is all um, right. Yeah. They haven't really been putting a lot of beer themselves, though, out. It's it's like one beer a month. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm unsure of what, what goes on there. No, I don't. And, and they're on the, <laughs> the Think New York, Drink New York app as a brewery. Yeah, they have like, a license. How the shit did you do that? You brew one beer a month. They have a license, yeah. Yeah, well, I, that's, that'll do it. And so that's so that, that's a good question. So there's all these uh, apps and stuff like that. So really, all you have to do is apply for the licensing, and then all of a sudden they magically find you. Or how does that all work? Yeah, I think that just pulls the information, the data from. Is that public data? Like they can actually just yeah, go get yeah, that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. It's because when we go out and and look for breweries, is not every state has what we have in New York State. So if you do the Think New York, Drink New York app. Um, Basically, you can pull up a map and find out what the closest brewery to you is right now. Mm. So if I did that, I actually, I think the metery comes up now. Winters, yeah. Um, and so when they are finally paperwork's in and done, they'll be closest to me. But then, you know, mine was, uh, you know, Flying Belgium. I'm like, they don't even have a storefront. Like, they don't even have a – they're still working out of lithology as far as I know. So I don't know what – Well, that's – yeah, registered there. Yep. Right, right. That's their that's address, address, their was. storefront. They were there is. before it was lithology. Agreed. They were there when it, it was, was the correct. Yeah. Yeah. But that's an interesting concept too. I think that uh, many of the towns could do something like that, and they're not doing it. So, for instance, Amityville uh, tried to do that with a uh, with food as opposed to beer. They opened up a storefront, and it was like per month rent, and they already had a full kitchen for you, so you can open up a restaurant for the month. Try out all your recipes, sell your food, do whatever, and then you rotate that out to the next person that would do it. It's a very interesting concept, and that failed completely. 
Oh. And it ended up <laughs> being like, tough, you know? yeah, that's what it was exactly. And it was so. like, it ended up being like a really artisanal uh, deli now, which is good food, but it doesn't fit the village mm. right now. I mean, just like I think Lindenhurst still needs some more stuff to really yeah. catch up yeah, to where it we're is. There, for sure. Yeah, I, I think the addition of that new restaurant coming in. Yeah. Um, that'll definitely yeah, help. Right. And there's, there's so many more storefronts down by 7-Eleven and the school and OOPH that could use new restaurants, delis, right, whatever right. it is. Yeah, it's tough with, like, the zoning over there, so. Oh, yeah. is it? Did you look at some yeah. of those? The old Hershey's ice cream spot? and Well, not, you know, I looked, but I didn't actually have any intent really over there. No, it's just. It's not the right place. There's no parking yeah, it, there. It, yeah, school. plus, the, you know. It's, no, there's too yeah. much parking in Lindenhurst. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they said. Exactly. Yeah, so. fucking hilarious. We'll see. Though. <laughs> Give it a year. Give it a year. Next yeah. summer, you know. Now I did see they they tore down that one house that burnt down, and they're starting yeah. to make a parking lot. So that's you know yeah. I believe they're going to have to do that a lot more often when there's old abandoned. The town's going to have to buy it, and then they did not a few of those. They bought a f- few lots. They yeah. they've definitely put a focus on trying parking. to trying to do something. Yeah, because I know that well, what tough. really drives yeah. a town is the restaurants and the bars, and Absolutely. and of course now with breweries. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what really helped the Babylon was, of course, the bars, but, you know, the, the more specific uh, craft beer bars between Horse and mm-hmm. Sylvia's and, mm-hmm. of course, the Villager, which is the spot now because they get the rarer stuff that right. Horse and Sylvia's used to get. Yeah. And now you're like, nah, we're going to go over to this <laughs> one because that's even more rare stuff that you can find. Exactly. And she had a, a fauna, fawn, I think, was the woman over at uh, Horse and Sylvia's. She used to really do a lot of research and try her hardest to really diversify the tap list. Um, and you can't compete with the villager now. And now they open the locals, so now you got yeah. your own kind of concept, and you can kind of do whatever you want with that. I mean, more right. of a German-style beer house, but... Not anymore. No? What they have you went, noticed? They moved away from... I mean, it's still a great place. It's an awesome... Um, the place itself is really, really good, but they, they had started out with that German-inspired sort of, like, beer hall. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the tap menu reflected that. Now it's... I mean, it's, it's great beers, but it's not... I think they still have Hofbrau on tap, and that's that's kind of about it. <laughs> uh, like, but then it's there's a lot of New England IPAs, yeah. and um, now from local breweries or oh yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, it's again, it's not that you know it's by any means bad. It's an awesome place to go hang out. They have right. a lot of good stuff on tap. It's just not that German focused that it you know hmm, I think it lasted see. a yeah, a, yeah. A quarter. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, have so a, they have a good beer. Uh, they have a, a private label from from Greenport. Um, oh really? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Lo- uh, was locals or the local? Uh, the local like locals. Grape, what was it? Grapefruit uh, lager, right? I, I, it might be. I think it's I don't, something yeah. hazy. I don't know, but like Hopnami or something of that nature. I don't know. It wasn't Hopnami. No, no, no. It's that was a great one. Local. Greenport oh, okay. Local. Uh, oh, it's a local. The local beer. I thought yeah. you meant it was Greenports. It is. Oh, so it's a collab. Uh, no, I think it's just made for. Yeah, it's for like a, a brew it's just for them. Yeah. Oh, yep. I see. Yeah. All right, so that's uh, pretty cool. I gotta check that out. Um, anything Food's else about really Mount Snow and Oktoberfest? Something to uh, check out? Any of the ones that really stand out? We contacted Switchback; they didn't the one, have time the today really to call st- in. Uh, their, their Oktoberfest is good. I had their Marzen. That yep. was that was really good. Uh, I like that. The the one that always st- I had it last year, and then I had it again this year was the Stone Corral Black Lagers. That one looked great. delicious. I like a good black lager. That was really lager. good. Have you ever uh, produced a black lager or anything of that nature, like a black Shots IPA here. or? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've done some black IPAs. Uh, what goes into the process that really makes them black? I, I'm I'm always malts or uh, yeah yeah dark yeah. grains. Yeah. So what is it a dark grain that already comes dark or is it something that yeah they're roasted you have to ro- 
you already get him killed. You don't have to do it yourself. Correct. Yeah. Well, that definitely helps. Sure. Yeah. I'm sitting there roasting uh, <laughs> grain all day. Then you need a culinary background. I mean, and an you oven. could, but it, yeah, it's you know, it's another <laughs> tough thing. It's yeah. How big of a kiln are you going to fit in your brew house? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something. You know, we'll definitely. Now, if you had the ten barrel system <laughs> in the industrial area, you might be able to get away with it. Exactly. Uh, so I'll give you my quick synopsis on my trip. So uh, yeah, I yeah, took. Where did you find Brooklyn Summer? Oh yeah, so I'll, I'll tell you that. So I, I went on a Disney cruise because that's what you do when you're married with children. <laughs> um, you don't get to go on carnival and party all night in the Bahamas. Uh, but no, there was nothing wrong with the trip whatsoever. Um, gorgeous boat, great times, good beer on tap. Uh, you know, every night there was something different that was on the menu, which was interesting. When you dine on Disney, you dine in a different place each night, and each night they had a different tap list which you couldn't find anywhere else on the boat. So I don't know why they're hiding <laughs> the other decent beer. Um, but I was drinking Kona Longboard. I was drinking Brooklyn uh, Lager. They had that you know, standard on the boat um, up at the pools. And then uh, we docked in Bermuda. And one day when we had some downtime, I found a few minutes to run away from the boat and go over to Dockyard. Dockyard is uh, Bermuda's oldest brewery. It's interesting. It's a nice little like you know island hangout spot. It's weird because Bermuda is, and the part where you dock is all like a fort with big, tall, like, you know, 15, 20-foot walls. And you're kind of walking through that. And this one you have to walk through a, a stone gate to get to. It's different. Definitely cool. Um, the brewery itself uh, had about four or five beers on tap, different styles of their Bermuda-based. Um, and obviously it's very uh, England and, I mean, you know, British based colonial uh, colonial british <laughs> based uh recipes so their ipa did have a little bit of more of the uh english style of an ipa if you've ever had any of that brew dog stuff or anything like that so the ingredients kind of go that way um their hefeweizen was very good their pale was very good so they had like uh, american styles they didn't have an english brown or anything like that it was it was different they had like their ingredients uh but with american styles so it was it was good, and I think I ended up with the IPA, uh, but it was like an amber. So yeah, that was yeah. – I like a good, you know, darker IPA. It was cool, a little yeah, different of a change. Crystal malts. Yes, and that's it – dry, It dries out on the palate, though, you know? Yeah. No, it didn't so it it taste as fruity. Crisp. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't mind that, you know, as opposed to drinking Kona Lombard all weekend. That was a, a definitely a nice, you know, welcome change. Um, one of the – the next day, we actually traveled down to Horseshoe uh, Bay uh, Beach, and they had um, a little beach hut. And in the beach hut, they had Brooklyn Summer, <laughs> like a random spot in the middle of the Atlantic, a bar with a little <laughs> tiny little beach, um, and local it was a shipment that got lost in the Bermuda Triangle. It was so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just you know pirated <laughs> all of the Brooklyn Summer. It was the the Brooklyn Brewery SS SS Brooklyn Brewery, and I got it was fairly it was fresh. It was not old or didn't have any nothing. It was perfect. And so I was very happy. They charged you an arm and a fucking leg for I it. Um, <laughs> but it was definitely worth it to have a few uh, beers there. And, and um, excellent time, good overall experience. And, and thank God that some of these major cruise lines are adopting you know, some of the craft beer areas. Though they might be the big boy of the craft beer, they still have, they don't have just your Bud, Bud Light, Heineken experience. You can have other things. I think a lot of them are doing that nowadays. Yeah. Um, so that's good. And, you know, it would be a lot cooler if I had something like you guys on the boat. And I would imagine that's a huge fucking contract because you got to see the amount of stuff that gets loaded onto these boats. I have fascination yeah. with watching them load in <laughs> at the docks. The amount of food that goes into that goddamn oh, yeah. boat 
you got to inf- feed how many all-you-can-eat buffets. <laughs> all, all day, every day. It's crazy. But, I mean, if you watch, and, and I'm going to be honest, you know, I, there was one day where we sat inside the buffet, and I watched just this one area of the buffet. And it was about an hour, hour and a half, and it wasn't all that much taken out. It was waffles. It was good stuff. It wasn't like, you know, corned beef hash that not everyone eats. So it didn't seem like a lot of it was moving. And I'm not saying that they're not supplying or maybe it was just a little time, but you know, when you watch a certain buffet, this is totally off track, I apologize. When you watch a buffet, you're, you're amazed that either there's a lot of food moving or there's not a lot of food moving, and why do they pack the boat so much if there's not that much food going anywhere? I mean, my son ate two pounds of bacon, I think, over the course of four <laughs> days, and he's five years old. <laughs> he loves bacon. <laughs> he's like, bacon, bacon, everything was bacon. So it was a, a Smart kid. pound of bacon on his plate every day. Um, but I'm sure they go through a crap ton of that because you got to cook that and then it's perishable at that like point. 17 pigs worth of bacon. I, <laughs> honestly, the amount of food that went under the boat is crazy. And I did see a pallet of um, slim kegs. Hmm. And I went, how many slim? It must have been 50, 60 slim kegs in a single pallet packed together. I'm like, oh, thank <laughs> you. Because you know you're not pulling in Bud Light on the slim kegs, personally. I just don't think that's what they're pulling in. No. I couldn't see from a distance what it was. But when you go on the boat and you see the Conas and you see the Brooklyns, I'm sure that's yeah. what they're doing. That's Absolutely. a hell of a contract for Brooklyn to have. Yeah. A fucking cruise line who every week is going to be docking and stacking your beer on their boat. It's crazy. So there's my little experience uh, throughout the, the environment. I don't know. That's it. That's all I got. Sorry. It's <laughs> a great story. We just like to catch everybody up on because <laughs> we posted all these pictures on Instagram and, and our social media, and we got to just make sure everyone's caught up on what's going on. So uh, let's uh, – I got to pee again. Yep, that's right. Jesus. <laughs> let's take a quick break. We'll get back to – we have another beer. You're terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, terrible. I'm terrible. <laughs> I had way too many juice, uh, I don't know. It's Gatorade was way too much. I shouldn't have done that. And then the Red Bull to walk in here with. That was great, too. Doesn't help. Smart idea. (laughs) Smart idea. All right, let's take a quick break. The Work with Mike and Pete, Gubs Radio. We shall be back right after this. Oh, that's a buzzing horn. (laughs) Here we go. Mike and Pete. This is Gubs Radio, and you're getting drunk with Mike and Pete on the Work. Gubs Radio. (laughs) You're listening to the Work on Gubs Radio. Hey, uh, moron. It's pronounced the Work. What the hell is a wort? Pronounce the wort. What is it? The wort? Yeah, okay, I'll do that again. This is the wort on Gov's radio. It is the wort. Not wort, not fort, not short. The wort. I'm sorry, I just don't know what that means. When do you guys start drinking? Who says we haven't been drinking? Where's mine? If I say it correctly this time, can I have a drink? Uh, we'll think about it. You're listening to The Works on Govs Radio. The Muse. New song out by Muse is actually really good. That's the only Muse song I know, that one that's playing now. The new one's actually really good. It's very catchy and very much like this song. Um, I'm not a huge Muse fan. I've seen... Their concert live, not been to the concert, saw it on TV, and it was a really great concert. Unlike Access TV or whatever it was, or maybe Palladium or whatever. You should go watch a Rammstein show. I have. I, I've a, seen them online. A fucking yeah, yeah, I've watched I stuff have. online. Um, like I said, I'm more into the the punky stuff, so I'll go watch No Effects, Bad Religion, all that. Oh, sorry, <laughs> all that all day before I go that route. But um, yeah, No Effects. I since I was in seventh grade, freaking listen to No Effects. Bunch of yeah, German, German really guys is. just 
lighting everything on fire. Everything's on fire. So much fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Hold on, Ryan. Did I, did I cut you off. Talk for a sec. Talking. All right, guys. All right. I want to make sure. We, <laughs> want to make sure we were on the right input back here. On no effects and something's religion. not right. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> exactly. Well, we played Iron Sheik in the br- in the break there for everyone that was listening, and uh, that's uh, one of our local bands, punk bands. I would say kind of truer to punk than anything else right now oh, yeah. um, that you could find here on Long Island. Uh, but we also had, like I said, a lot of the roots of, like you said, Bayside and, and Take Back Sunday and uh, Cave In and, and a lot of those bands. So it was it was a lot of fun growing up here on Long Island with those yeah. types Sound of bands. Majority from what I heard. Oh fucking a! Sound <laughs> Majority, that's right. Yeah, we played a show with them one time at um, Local Seven. Remember right. Local Seven is a venue uh, stuck somewhere in um, an industrial park in Deer Park, and it was like a garage, and they converted to a venue every weekend. <laughs> and we just had punk shows. It was it was Hell phenomenal. Yeah, it's Growing up at that time, it was the best. And if we knew you and you brought fucking kegs to it, it'd be even better. <laughs> we didn't have good beer back then. I'm talking about 1996, 1997. Those are good times, man. All so, Bud Light all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, that's going to get to me on my next question, Ryan. Um, before we start drinking this, what was one of the first craft beers that you enjoyed that kind of went like, oh, shit, I don't have to drink Bud Light all day? I'm sure, oh, like, the, we all were we were talking about before, the Wells Banana Bread. It was? It, that oh, was really? the one? Yeah, that oh, wow. and uh, Hopsicle by Blue Point. Oh, Blue Point. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But all that's because right. I was uh, I was like, oh, it's, it, like, we were 8%. Just, <laughs> yeah, we were just trying to be, like, you know, we're more manly now. Just, oh, yeah. Like, you get you pick up a six-pack for 7-Eleven, it's, like, a year old. It's, like, horribly oh. bitter. <laughs> it's so aggressive on the palate. It's just, it's pretty bad. Yeah. And you're like, no, dude, it's good. Try some. And you're like, you know what I mean? Like, we're just, like, young. and Talk yourself like, into it. <laughs> and we're trying to be cool because, like, our... Oh, like my good friend's older brother, he, you know, he, he turned us on some good beers, but, and some beers that weren't properly aged or stored, but, uh, you know, <laughs> no, that's fine. When you, when you drink those, it, it actually, uh, will help you in the long run, I guess, be a judge because you know, what's terrible yeah. and you know, what tastes delicious. Exactly. Uh, what we're just opening now, um, is a Imperial stout from Greenport Harbor. This is the cinnamon and brown sugar, uh, certified local to locals, um, branding and so again we had him on the show was it last time did we have him on the show yes two weeks ago um, our local to locals brand uh, is from our buddy uh, over that owns Hicksville beer distributor and he uh, helped start this brand to promote uh, uh, products that are made by local people promoted and sold to local people and so there's a whole line out. This is the sixth installment of his line. There's been things like peach wheat from Oyster Bay and the Berliner Weiss from Great South Bay. So there's been a lot of great brews along the way. And this was the new one. I guess it was just canned uh, 928. So, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And stouts kind of last pretty well in canning, I would assume. Absolutely. So uh, as a judge, <laughs> and it's one of the great things now that we have as a judge here. How would you judge this? What, what was the first thing you go through? Walk us through the process of judging this stout. And I know you like the IPAs, but I'm sure you well, can. Well, no, yeah, kinda... no, you got to be subjective yeah. or objective. I don't know, whatever the word is. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, for BJCP, it's really you go like aroma, mm-hmm. and then you go flavor, mouthfeel, and like overall impression. So does it start with just the smell of what's there? Yeah, yeah. And Appearance, just trying to yeah. get. Oh, right, okay. So you what, know, do, what yeah, do we got go on for the aromatics first? I don't mean as a, you don't have to rate it, but like, what are we going for an appearance? What would you classify this as? Well, I would say it's you know it's jet black, <laughs> with uh, and then you talk about the head, mm-hmm. the the dark uh, tan, the brown head. And in stouts, usually that's what you're going to find, or is that yeah. something that's only traditional to this? Or no, the, yeah, the dark grains that's what it'll lend to. But okay. as you 
as you you know agitate it, there's a bunch of bubbles rising up. You know, right. the lacing's there, the head's there. It's got it's got good head retention. Bless you. Thank you. That's oh. what she said. I don't mean bless you. I mean head, <laughs> head retention. <laughs> Sorry, giggity. You know, uh, <laughs> as you sneeze, you're gonna. St- all right, I got it. So, uh, so then we're going to go for taste, and so as is. Oh, you want to go for aroma next? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you want to go for that I first? I skipped over that. Now. <laughs> no, I already went for that. Yeah. Um, so, so we're lo- what are we smelling for? We're looking for trying to pick out certain elements of this, or. Yeah, you know, it's to the style. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where when you judge, you really go toward. You look towards certain styles. Okay. Where this is, uh, you, you know, cinnamon, brown sugar, correct? Imperial stout. So some adjuncts in there. Right. So you're going to get some of those aromatics. Okay. Um, Off the cinnamon, I would imagine. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's more aromatic than anything you know, else. Yeah, right. And then you're gonna get that roasty malt in the backbone. Right. And aromatics there, which is you know always nice. Now, it. how would you pick out the brown sugar as opposed to a regular primer or anything like that? How would you pick it out? Yeah, um, like in, in are you gonna pick it out in the taste? Are you gonna pick it out in the smell? Can you pick it out? Well, in the smell? both. It depends. It yeah. all depends. Sometimes you know it really depends on where they put on it in in the process. What do you think they did here? Let, let's Here. take a guess. Let's take a guess. Yes. <laughs> this is cool. I like I like breaking it down <laughs> with someone who didn't brew it. That's an interesting concept. I'm going to say in the boil. I could be wrong. Ooh. <laughs> we could eventually find you out. Know, a, you know, late edition. Okay. Towards the end of the boil. Uh, now, do you think and it comes in at a, let's see what it comes in at a, uh, 8.8. Nice. Ooh. So nice. you're not tasting any of that. It's no. not hot. It's not fusel. As I would no. You know, I wouldn't say that. Say it's not you know, overly boozy at all. Yeah, yeah. For it's, our layman's um, terms, <laughs> you know, it's got good mouthfeel. Yeah, it's just it's uh it's scary at that eight point eight. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and as thick as it looks like it poured, it doesn't taste like that, which is interesting. So yeah. how do they get that to do that? Is that a matter of um, ingredients or is that a matter of process? Everything combination of everything. Yeah. Yeah. You think that's what they were looking for, or just like magic? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> um, you know, I think that's uh, the head brewer over there has a lot of this dialed in. Yeah, know, I would imagine. With mouthfeel, water chemistry, uh, different grains that mashing at different temps, and knowing the yeast strain, the house, whatever strain they're using. Okay. Uh, you know, makes a big difference. Now, do you think everyone uses a different one, or, or is it different what, strain? Yeah. Uh, it depends. Yeah. You know, is there um, a common one out there that people? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yep. What would be the name of those? They have names like the hops do. Uh, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a couple <laughs> different providers or whatever, but the, the main ones like uh, Cali Ale or USO Five. Okay. Dry yeast and uh, you know there's a different a bunch of different manufacturers like yeast. Is that just like a basic like so that's flat line that, baseline kind that of thing? That one, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Chico that's strain. Um, and you would know that. Yeah. Just if you drank enough of that, you'd so yeah, know. it's clean. Yeah, it's clean. So you're not going to get any esters or phenols. Esters as in like any fruit flavors from the yeast. Okay. Hmm. Or uh, phenols as in any spices. And what would traditionally be uh, the esters in the fruit flavor? What beer could I associate that with? Uh, like we were talking about Hefeweizen before. Okay. The the banana and the clove uh, is yeast driven. And then I you think see. about Belgian beers. Yeah. Very yeast driven. Yeah. You think about some of those. Um, you know, English uh, English ales where it's a little more fruity. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, a little uh, different feel to it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so. so then once you go through the smell, the taste, um, are you getting, when you taste, are you getting those notes that we were talking about? Yeah. On the front and the back. So what do we, what do we got more on the front than in the back? For, uh, on the palate? Mm-hmm. 
as I taste it with you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I just get uh, the roasted malts, but it's not it's not too aggressive. It's not acidic, which is uh, a lot of homebrewers they don't adjust the water. Okay. Uh, and when you use dark grains, it'll drop the pH. Now, how do you yeah. readjust the water? What are you adding into there? To chalk. Chalk. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> we never well, heard you, that. You, I yeah. mean, I'm not saying. So, you're, you're, yeah. so with dark grains, it lowers the pH. So you got to add chalk or different. You can add a couple different things. Okay. And it'll raise it up to buffer. And that's something you can find in a home brewing store. Is that type of yeah uh, element? And is it something like you could? You can even use baking soda. At I was going to say you yeah. Know, you got something that's you even really, home. Based. There's a bunch of calculators online. Really? Yeah. And it's just a matter of. And beer you know, smith, I think you could do it too. Really? Yeah. Huh. So if you have like a like a five gallon tank, it'll tell you how much you need to add to raise it up or yeah. It, so give so you like little, I, I pH. took a water from my house, our okay. house, from you know home brewing, and then sent it away to a lab, and then got everything uh, dialed in, and then now I can kind of adjust and take from there. Is that what it takes? Like anyone that opens well, up if a brewery, crazy. you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you're, if you're neurotic and you're insane, like no, me. no, you should be. <laughs> if you want your product to be a top of the line, like you exactly, know, it sounds like well, you're that's what you should do. Uh, right, Long Island, we have really good water. Yes, um, so you can get away without doing a lot of that stuff, but because it's know, pretty consistent throughout Long Island. Yeah, it's soft. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, versus, you know, think about breweries or home brewers in like Texas where the water's so hard, they can't even brew with it. <sighs> It'll just destroy everything. So, how do these guys then out there like do it? Do they just have other additives res- that reser- uh, reverse osmosis systems? Really? Yeah. Fuck. Or like home brewers will just go buy gallon jugs that. Yeah, pull and spring. Pull and spring. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's just easier, you know, and then they yeah, know where they're starting from. Um, so, yeah, that's. Now, let's say I go online or I go to Beersmith. Will I find what the pH of a Poland Spring, you know, jug is? Or yeah, you should. You should you be should. able to find that information yeah. out. That's very interesting because I, I have buddies that homebrew up in Boston, and they were making a, a Snickers uh, porter, if I not recall, very much like what the Barrage yada, yada, yada is nice. doing. Great beer, bottle. Yeah, yeah, very good beer. You know, again, 6.31. <laughs> what is? That's pH Poland Spring. Get the fuck out of here. See, you found, is it on uh, Beersmith? No, I just Google it. Google yeah, it? Because right, Google so knows everything. Yeah. And then, but that's the thing is, so the grains will drop that. Right. So when you mash in, you, when you, you mash, you want, you want a 5.2 pH. Okay. Um, like I said, so, you know, with the darker grains, it'll lower it. Would think like coffee, where you're going to get more of that, like, acidity. If you, do, if you do traditional, like, coffee hot. Okay. Versus cold brew, you know, which I like to do a lot of. Right, right. Which is, uh, you know, room temp or cold, mm. and you, it's not going to be as acidic. Hmm. And harsh. And that's why the cold brew has that flavor profile. It's just exactly. got that same concept. Interesting. So very much like a brewing process in a sense. Absolutely. That you gotta pay attention to that pH. Yeah, you want oh. yeah, well that's where the mouthfeel and you know, everything on the palate really Is there a coffee from. taster? Like coffee uh judging? Is there something? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. there is. If there's beer, there's definitely coffee. They, People they, are neurotic about yeah. the coffee. Yep, yep. Um, have you had Sail Away? Because I saw them just this weekend yeah. at uh, Oyster Fest, and yeah, they yeah. were pouring at Oyster Fest. So yeah, they got some. They're good a stuff. local to locals product as well. I wanted to mention that because we're drinking a local to locals product right now. That's right. Um, and they're certified locals. Uh, but yeah, they do some great stuff. They they cold brew. Uh, is uh, they've been pouring at Jones Beach this past summer. They've been all over the place. Yeah, yeah they're killing crazy. it. Yeah, that just coffee lovers are just yeah. flocking well, to cold it. Cold brew is it's such a. Untapped market in a while. Yes. Say. So, you know, they're really carrying the torch. Well, if you go into Brooklyn or Queens at this point, now you, you have your local coffee shop. You know, yeah. everyone has a, like, a, like Central Perk. <laughs> you have one of those yeah. coffee shops in around your neighborhood. Reference? It was because we played <laughs> the Friends song before with grass. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Shame. I mean, that's, that's kind of where it's going. It's almost like having your local brewery. You have your local coffee shop. It's very yeah, interesting. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the back end, so the, after that, you're looking at color, taste after the Well, t- yeah, you know, I was getting the cinnamon. It's mm-hmm. coming through. Oh, it is, yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. I, I, I feel cinnamon in the smell, but not in the taste per se. Maybe, again, I'm not an experienced palate like you have, but I do taste but the roasty malt. You know, that's the thing is everyone has you know, it. You have yeah, it. You just yeah. got to pay attention to you it. You just got to dial it. Yeah. Right. Put words to hmm. what you're tasting. That's and a good call. You know, I no say that to the, because I teach audio production, and when we listen to something, I said, listen carefully, dissect it. Almost like stop, increase, and, and you know, break it out. Yeah. And you'll see that there's that, and there's that, and you'll see that, and you yeah. got to just really super pay attention to what's going on. Hyper-focus, as I call it. Yeah, exactly. And then you'll be it's able to figure thing. it out. Same Also, concept, just right? like, you know, using different uh, descriptors, really. Hmm. Like, Be able to use your words. Use your words. Like yeah. I tell my four-year-old, stop crying, use your words. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me what's wrong. So on the score sheets or whatever, or even just talking about the beer, you know, using the right descriptors can make all the difference. So that's what I want. I, that, that's where we're kind of leading towards. So a, as a judge and you're going into these festivals, um, what kind of elements are on the scorecard? Everything we just discussed? or, or yeah. and Now, it, I, obviously, it's very opinion-based. Oh, but, yeah, it shouldn't, though. I, I agree, but it has to be, right? Because everyone, yeah. as much as... We're human beings. We're all different. We all hear different. We see different. Uh, yeah, we're going to exactly. taste different. So there's got to be some sort of... So that's of why you judge with another person, and then you kind of... You um, you fill out your sheets, and then you come to a consensus. Hmm. Oh, you do talk about it. Yeah, because so some people would all, all flavors... Ah, see, that's what I was going with. You don't flavors, just submit... Some people are super, super sensitive to some things, mm-hmm. like the acetal, which is like butter. Okay. Slick mouthfeel. Huh. Which is like a yeah you know, the greasiness I, of what's left on yeah, there. Yeah, you know, you, if you're at like a dive bar and you're drinking a beer and it's like you're getting that flavor, it could be the taps are just disgusting yeah. and haven't been cleaned in years, or you know, so it's not even the brewer's fault, um, or it could be a yeast thing where it's a natural part of uh, fermentation and the yeast usually cleans it up if you pull the yeast off too quick. Okay, so there's a there's a number of things that can go wrong there. I see, but that's the one of the main ones. So some people will be super sensitive to it. Right, like, like I'm a, I'm very sensitive to it okay you know i'll get on the mouthfeel where i know and drinking so many hoppy beers where some people will have these new england's where they're like oh i'm getting the slickness and i'm like no that's just because the person dumped like yeah t- an insane amount of a hop- shit ton of they, hops they thought that that was that, that's what this style is about which it is but it's like you know it's, you, gotta you gotta clean it up a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. so you know it, that's all part of it you know right. where you know that person might be like oh yeah you're right you know or you kind of go back and forth and that's where it's like you have a really good judging experience and it's the best for the people that are getting the feedback on and the that's sheets. interesting to sit around at like a round table and discuss the beer yeah i'm sure you'll learn a lot more even from that yeah going through the process as as a startup brewery what people are saying that are experienced palates like yourself yeah. and kind of get the concept of that and now apply it to your own recipes exactly um so how many of these judges have you done uh, judging events, I guess. I've uh, probably five to ten. All right, so not not, not too much. I wouldn't say like three where you're kind of considered new, yeah. but you've done enough that you're yeah. And so, how far have you gone for this? Like, have you traveled? Traveled? Just to the city. Okay. Right now, right now. Um, well, now that the brewery's actually like coming up and all that craziness, we can travel as far, but. We say, like, oh, there's one in Philly. We'll go hit that and then go to Tire Dance or something. Mm. <laughs> just up, up and cling the palette off yeah. and get what we want. <laughs> you know, just to, like, you know, you know nice. travel and have fun with it. But, um, you know, we'll probably, me and Phil will probably keep judging at, like, the local events and stuff. No, I was going to say, Phil goes with you then, right, too. Yeah. So you guys are both kind of, like, tandem. You, yeah, but we when you we take go, Melissa with you. We uh, <laughs> yeah, good. We you know we Smart we idea. don't we never judge together. We always get split up. Right, no, that's, that's great should, yeah. because you know we'll we'll judge. He'll judge whatever, and he'll be like, dude, you know it's funny. Come back to like each other. Eight, and say, eight out of ten beers are like not. They all need work on them. You uh-huh. know, it's like a lot of it's all homebrew, but then two out of ten are just like unbelievable. And you're like, 
you want to follow that guy yeah, and see yeah. what he's going to do. I have buddies that like write like, send me the recipe. This is my email. Like on the score <laughs> no, sheet. Did you get the recipe? Like when no. you judge, you don't. No, get it. you don't. But could you? I mean, at that you point, you could ask. But again, it's all. It all depends. As a judge, I think people more likely will disclose some information to you. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, well this is what I did, and you're well, like, well, some, oh. sometimes they do that in the, uh, you know, in the specialty categories where mm-hmm. they'll tell you. And some people will go really overboard. They'll like write the entire recipe down, so oh, you Jesus can see. Christ. Well, because it's like Instagram well, photo, click. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends, though. Like I said, it's where it's some of those. Sometimes people go over the top with that stuff, and the beers, it's 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 good, but it's not mind blowing. You know? Right. They right, go right. have the next guys. Well, that like, makes sense. You're just totally like, this is this is great. This is awesome. You know, and you take inspiration from that. Right. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Part of the judging process must be for you. You're like your own R and D. I mean, just yeah, going through all of them. Like, wow, this is good. This is no, no, I can't do that. And yeah, that must be really great. Well, also, I just like helping, like giving feedback because uh, you know it helps people out where they can. Now they just needed to fix two things, and now they're great brewers. They just need to fix some things, some mm. flaws, and then now their beers. I guess fantastic. paying back to the people that helped you along the way. Exactly. Between, uh, yeah. uh, Blue Point and Greenport. Greenpoint. I know it's Blue Point. Greenpoint. Right? <laughs> Greenport. <laughs> Surrounded by um, the points. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this was again. This was uh, Great South Bay's. Uh, is a local port. Greenport. Great South Bay. Sure did. Yeah. Right. All right, Greenport. <laughs> I'm going to have to have it in front of me so I don't fuck this all up. It was Greenport Harbor's uh, Imperial Stout, Cinnamon and Brown Sugar. It's a certified local to locals uh, brew. Go ahead and go on to Instagram, uh, Twitter, or Facebook and find Locals to Locals or go to Greenport Harbor uh, Brewery. I think it's Greenpoint Brew. Uh, I forget Greenport. what it is. Greenport. Did I say Green- <laughs> What am I saying? <laughs> You're saying Greenpoint? Yeah. Fuck, I, dude, I didn't have enough to drink yet. <laughs> After saying Blue Point, Greenpoint and Blue- Greenport – almost said Blueport. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does get a little tricky. It's confusing for us, you know. Uh, thank <laughs> you for drinking this, and you can have an active participant in local locals, a movement created to unite independent stores, makers of provisions, and the great residents of the beautiful Long Island, New York. So that's the uh, tagline for the Local to Locals product. And again, uh, what um, our friend wanted to uh, say is that the Local to Locals uh, brews will be available in bars coming in November to uh, local bars here on Long Island. So you can find some of these great beers uh, in your local taverns and pubs. And, uh, you know, I think it's a a great concept. And I I think it'll catch on a little more, too. I think a lot more breweries will participate, and I can put you in touch with him, too. He's a great certifier. And if you guys are making stuff right here in Lindenhurst, it's one of these great campaigns to be on because it's a a broader reach, I guess. I don't know what the contracts reside in, and I don't know what the – the barrel minimum is, but <laughs> uh, that might be the only constraints you may have to doing something like that. Right, right. But obviously, if you contract brew and then you can get the canning done, it, it'll all work out for you. Um, so we can put you in touch with them. Uh, let's move on to your last beer. Uh, what do you have for oh, us today? Is, uh, let me grab it here. Yeah, you can see them on the YouTube page going into the <laughs> secret vault. <laughs> the secret Speaking vault of, of beer. <laughs> yes, uh, you got the green port, green port growler. That's right. See, I brought one of those up to uh, Two Roads, and you know what they did? They slapped a huge Two Road sticker right over the green port nice. logo, <laughs> and I went, you sons of bitches, and I couldn't get it off, because it, <laughs> it was a dry growler. I brought it up uh, not too cold, not too anything, um, and so before it got filled and you know had some sweat on it, it they stuck it on there. It I might be like the laws over, in, over it, there. It might be. It might yeah, be right. A lot of, it's weird. Yeah, Connecticut so is a little strange. fucking blue laws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're pouring some stuff here. Uh, let's... Talk a little bit about this. So this pour. is a, it's a Kolsch style ale, um, but more of our take on it. 
And uh, at the end of the day, this is what we, again, it's, uh, it's bright, it's clear, it's, uh, you know, it's not a hazy beer, which I usually brew. <laughs> so, but, um, you know, it's just, that's it's, a drinkable beer. It's just a crusher. You oh, know? yeah. We hang out, we, we drink a bunch of it. The keg was almost gone from last night when we were hanging out. Get out of my buddy. Just, Jesus. You know, so. I, I was going hard with uh, Green Port's Leaf Pile oh, uh, yeah. this past weekend. Uh, to me, that was one of those ones that first came out. It was the first pumpkin I, I think I've ever had before pumpkin became pumpkin. They had it at uh, the the country club I worked at at um, Muttontown, and uh, one of the members I guess heard about it and requested it. Nice. Meanwhile, I've been requesting fucking craft beer at that place for <laughs> fucking well, years. Member. You're not a member. I'm not a member. I am only the guy that knows anything about beer there. No one else knows fucking shit. We're not paying dues, so you yeah. don't let's know get jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> let's get the uh, harvest pumpkin blue. Uh, sorry, Blue Moon. I'm like, no, don't oh. do that at all. There's so many local breweries that are doing a, a you know a seasonal fall beer. Get Leaf Pile. Everybody's doing a goddamn seasonal. Well, they should. Pumpkin. Well, yeah, pumpkin. I'm, I don't know. Uh, let me. Add, would you ever do a pumpkin? Uh, or do, do you feel the pressure to make a pumpkin? Well, so you know, it's pumpkin. It's more pumpkin spice driven. Okay. Quote uh, the flavors, which means pumpkin. what? What do we? What do we? What's our additive? No, so you know the cinnamon, the nutmeg. Oh, okay, all, all right. So yeah, it's more prevalent when I would say that's more of like a seasonal than actually a pumpkin. If yeah, no, it. but it's you're gonna get more of those f- pumpkin flavors to come through than actually putting pumpkin in the beer. Okay. Uh, or yeah, just like trick everybody's palate to no, say that's like this you associate is. those with pumpkin, so you're gonna. Yeah, I don't want to speak wrong on leaf pile, but I think leaf pile is all. All the uh, spice. Yes, it is. Spice driven. Nutmeg, allspice, all that and stuff. And they do. We have a good friend that um, used to work there, and he's described. Yeah. The, and then the head brewer of Greenpoint used to work there, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Again, to get confusing with Greenpoint. I, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> so, I'm not even going to try it again and, because uh, I'm just going to fuck he, it up. They would tell us, uh, you know, that they're just very uh, focused, and uh, they take pride in the quality of doing putting fresh spices in there yeah in the brew mm. yeah. which is cool you know it's good and again we used to we love going to greenport and yeah. having it you know every year yeah, beautiful yeah. town beautiful area yeah. yeah great little experience and now they got the second one out yeah. there it's great which is a, a nice little destination with the entire lawn out there. it's yeah, great it's they, nice. they do wonderful yeah, things they got a restaurant there now it's right yeah they it's good food too i mean it's you know really i've been out there really good we'll go out there you know when the menu too when winter turns to spring Pete, we'll, we'll take a travel. <laughs> Bring our kids. They can play, uh, you know, um, uh, cornhole. Cornhole, <laughs> thank you. And all, everything Maybe else. Huge, huge yard. You yeah. know? Huge. Real for the kids. I mean, yeah. they can run for a. Like, it's a, right next to. It's like on the winery trail. So it's. Correct. Oh, you okay. know, it's yeah. cool where you're hanging out in like the Adirondack chairs and you're just relaxing. And Love that. You know, mm-hmm. you just chill. There's yeah. dogs running around. Little cute mm-hmm. dogs come up to you. you yeah, know? and you're not. You're not uh, it's not baking in the spring. So you, you'd be able to hang out out there. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that same spot at the, like the Riverhead Cider House concept where they have that whole outdoor patio area and stuff like that and a nice little indoor spot with food and good cider or beer whatever you want um and they sell a lot of their uh small batch releases out of that store too and it's mm. a little closer than going all the way out to greenport mm. it's yeah. less of a travel all the way out so that was a, that was a great idea we to kind of come a little further <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. oh it's grass oh, again boy. he's they, back thank you <laughs> <laughs> all right let's see this is the word with mike and pete who do we have on the phone are you ever going to go home? No. <laughs> we're waiting for you to show up. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to come in at the 10 o'clock hour. Um, I'm not. I've, I'm, I'm, 
I'm uh, preoccupied. You sound like a defeated man at this point. It has every as your customer. You so fucking you so fucking depressed me tonight when you answered the phone with no women vigor that I am officially <laughs> I might ban myself from the fucking work. No, no, no banning yourself from anything. I'll be the know. one to ban I'm you, and that's not going to happen anytime soon. Is Vincent like and weeks, Melissa still there? I don't want to talk to you. You're a penis. I want to talk to Pete <laughs> and Melissa. I want to talk to Pete and Melissa uh, and Ryan. Yeah, okay, got it. Hi, Ryan. I'm going to go on uh, my phone for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's going on? Do you open up yet? Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you called at 8.45 and asked the same question. It's been a couple hours. Yeah, it's been a few. I mean, hey, you should be fuck? doing stuff. You might, you might have a couple of Italians fixing everything really quick. Michael, did you know? <laughs> There's more Germans in Linares than Italians, so. Hey, hey Ryan, you want to see uh, what a really good show happens? Look to your left behind you. You see that picture of the guy with the, with his hand up a puppet's ass? I saw that. They showed <laughs> me before. That is me. I'm a good-looking boy, aren't I? That's right. Well, you're good-looking because of the people you're around. I look like I have a T-Rex arm. I think B-Mail touched me inappropriately, and I got scared when they took the picture. <laughs> Inns, and uh, you're in that Irish, you're in that Irish outfit with that fucking Irish hat on. You, you can't like see it because you covered it up with your, your logo of Limo Talk. <laughs> then you got, uh, you got Inns that looks like Keith Hernandez. And you get Tom, who looks like a baby, uh, but he looks the, probably the most normal out of all of us, to be honest with you. You know, I was surprised they put that one up, and then they put Hector above us, right? Well, I don't think he put that one uh, himself. I think Hector put that one up personally. Is that like the, is that like the Gubs Radio uh, Hall of Fame right now? Yeah, so far so good. I mean, uh, Pete and I got to get our individual pictures up now. <laughs> Why do you need an individual picture of you? Because I look like I a don't. goddamn T-Rex in my gray do, sweater. Yeah, I look no, like that's a weird, very weird It's looking. weird the way my arm is. I'm going to keep saying you, it, but my arm is in a weird position. You, yes, I know. I noticed that too, you fucking queer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure B-Mail either tickled me or did something when we took that picture, and that's the one we choose to use. You let another grown man tickle you? B-Mail <laughs> is allowed <laughs> to. <laughs> If you want to look, see where the puppet's hand is. It might be the puppet touching your testicles. Oh, uh, you might be right. Well, that's that's totally normal. <laughs> he has an extended arm there. I don't know what you did to him, but it's definitely not something I'm approving of right now. All right. Well, when can all right? Can you tell me? Give me a synopsis of what you did tonight in the fucking greatest show ever. Oh, I like this. Thanks, guys. <laughs> nice uh, lofting softball high arc. Here we go. So we started off the show talking a little bit about uh, what's going on. We are um, now moving into our uh, deep fall schedule where we are now going to be broadcasting from the Great Beer Expo at Nassau Coliseum. That was our first big announcement today. No fucking way. Yes, sir. You're coming, Graz. I am going to be there. Yeah. (laughs) When's that? Uh, it's November 10th. We'll be there all day, so pick either the AM or PM session. Get your tickets now on greatbeerexpo.com. Wait a minute. i got to buy tickets for this thing? I got, you're not even going to give me like a fucking free, I like can. A free plus test? We're only allowed uh, the, the people with the show to get in for free, I think. I don't even know if we have to pay. I sent in the paperwork. I didn't what hear did, anything wait, about wait. it. What did you just say, you fucking drunken bum? What did you just say to me? Are you I, talking to me or him now? No, not you, Pete. <laughs> I, Pete, I love you. You said the people that associate with the show. I'm kind of associated no, with the I show. No, I mean, I mean, Michael. Pete and I. Pete and I. 
Yeah, but it's Pete and you, and I'm the fucking co-founder. It's the, <laughs> it's the work with Mike and Pete. It's, it says it right on the sticker and on the banner and on the shirt. So it's the only thing with I can do right now. Guest, with special guest Graz, who Mrs. O'Toole likes a lot and thinks he's the best guest. Listen, Mrs. O'Toole's not even coming, so don't even worry about that. Oh, all right, I'm in. I'll get tickets. All right, there you go. <laughs> um, and then we made an announcement uh, about the Meatball Place having their uh, second annual Balls, Balls and, and Brews. Uh, coming what up was that? O- Balls and Brews, October 28th. We were invited to broadcast from there, but it's a little too short notice for us to get all the stuff together and to get uh, who we want on the show. But uh, you got Lithology. You got... Uh, Flying Belgium, uh, you got a Garvey's Point. Garvey's Point. There's a whole bunch of them up that are going to be. And you're not even going like a portable microphone to do interviews. I I don't. I can't. I have something going on. You're really dropping a fucking ball around here. Holy shit! (laughs) Oh my god! What you're supposed to take this show to different heights. You can't say no at the beginning. Am I not right? Am I not correct, Ryan? We're we're almost a year in. Define beginning. (laughs) Well, you're in only a year in. You're like a little pup right now. But yeah. everybody knows who you are. So correct? it's Flying Belgium, Garvey's Point, Coney Island, 1940s, Greenport, Montauk, and Lithology. That's who will be there. October 28th. Proceeds going to charity. That's correct. Twenty uh, From 1230 to 4, proceeds will go to the Boots on the Ground Foundation uh, honoring veterans or helping out um, people that served in our military. Don't dismiss me, Michael. I'm, I'm not. I'm just. I'm trying to get the information out there because you asked uh, I got for a recap. Uh, profits from the door going to uh, that others may live, uh, which uh, goes to the Air Force Rescue uh, that operate out of Gabreski. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, See, that's why I got to tell you that's good stuff that you guys are doing. I'm, and then the, I'm uh, proud of you. Now, now I'm going to be serious for a minute. I'm proud of you, boys. And then Thank the fifty fifty raffles going to uh, World War II veterans uh, to send them to uh, the. Um, National Museum. Yes, correct. Yeah, to send them down to D.C. to, to kind of see the entire spread. Um, so then we introduced, finally, Ryan and, and Melissa into the show, uh, 27A Brewing. How long were they, how long were they sitting in there and before you introduced Five them? Five like to ten minutes. minutes. Tops. Top, oh, ten Ryan, minutes you would have been on right away, Ryan, on my show. <laughs> and you would have never gotten to all the stuff you need to talk about in order to have your show continue on. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, now. I'm just saying. Uh, so then we spoke to them about uh, the history of where they came from. And Ryan was a home brewer and moving into some of the local beer and malt enthusiasts and the L-I-C-M-E, something L-I-B-M-E like that? L-I-B-M-E long. L-I-B-M-E long. L-I-B-M-E long. It's one of those acronyms that just so long you I forget. Anyway. Keep drinking, Michael. Your vocabulary is getting better and better. swear to God I'm going to kill you. And then, you know, we spoke about, you know, their location here in Lindenhurst and how great the town is and it's a up-and-coming town that's going to hopefully, within a year, kind of rejuvenate itself and increase my home value, so I can. <laughs> s- <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get out of this shithole. <laughs> no, I love my house and I love my area and I do love the school and I, I love everything about where I am. So I'm very happy that uh, you know they're contributing to that um, the town that I want so bad, like a Babylon or like a. Uh, Nic- Mike Nicolia lives over there too. Mike yes, Nicolia is yeah. on Second <laughs> Avenue. He says he's on. Yes, he is. Yep, he's right by my house. He's not okay, too far away. So what, what we're going to do is Nicolia already said that we're going. He's already texted me. I guess he's listening. Is Mike he? likes your show. I don't, <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I don't know why. Don't, so, <laughs> because don't, he likes don't try beer. To be nice to my, don't try to be nice to my people. Okay. I didn't ask him <laughs> to be on the show. I never. I never try to steal your guests away. 
He won't go on your show. He's yeah, he mine, not yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Oh, so Mike's going to be over there, and he mentioned he wants to go, that we all go to 27A mm-hmm. uh, in Lindenhurst oh, yeah. when it opens up uh, August 2019. That's correct. <laughs> You're pushing that. <laughs> so shortly after that whole interview, we took your phone call, which sounds pretty much like this phone call, and then we moved on past there talking about uh, Ryan and Melissa's beer, we had uh, a delicious, a delicious um, autumn milkshake. I'm sorry, the milkshake IPA, which was uh, unbelievable, uh, brewed with vanilla and uh, different kind of seasonal milk, sugar. Yeah, some seasonal. Is spices. it a 16 ounce can? Do you have one of those fucking? What do you think those things on there? Bomber jacket on there? No, no, no. <laughs> he's he's not canning yet. He's only yet. dealing with uh, you know kegging, and he brought in a excuse me a growler of uh, some of the stuff that he has on there. We talked a little bit about the WA Meadworks, which is a uh, mead brewery. Uh, or is that what you call it? You call it a brewery Meadery. still? Uh, honey one. A what? Honey one. Honey one? Oh, that honey, sounds good. Honey, honey wine. wine. Honey wine. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. But I mean, oh, that call sounds good, Ryan. Uh, meadery. It's a meadery, well, right? Because okay. when I say mead, it sounds like meat. Yeah, it's true. So everyone gets confused, so I yeah. just say honey wine now. So if you remember, <laughs> like, like a, what's the meat? Wait, is a meat what they do in that dilly dilly commercial when everybody? <laughs> yeah, says exactly. Like, you know, That's right. Think Renaissance fair. You think mead? You think Renaissance fair? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I don't want to be in a shackle when I ask for it at, at the window. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever go up to uh, Tuxedo, New York, for the Renaissance fair, that's what they serve in the bars. Is, is a lot of mead. Okay, so uh, we talked. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a honey wine, like like Ryan said. So it's uh, a sweeter wine, but then you can do stuff to it to bring down the sweetness and, and make it a little more bitter and all that other good stuff. Um, and so we moved on to talk about again more stuff. Uh, we took a call from his buddy Kenny, Kenny from Linhurst. Uh, no, he's not, he's, he's, not, he's not on the phone. He's not on the phone now. Uh, Kenny called in and, and oh, right. talked a little and, and embarrassed Ryan good. as much as he could. <laughs> he was a good phone call. He yeah. was very positive. He, he loves these two, and he thinks they're going to do great things, and we're all very proud of... Uh, are they married? Are they dating? Are they just like... Uh, engaged, correct? Uh, friends with benefits? Engaged. <laughs> engaged. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Repeat, I missed I that. I said friends with benefits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been friends with benefits for 10 years. No, oh, wow. <laughs> there you go. That, listen, stay that way. Don't get fucking married. They take half, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to take half of yep. my shit. <laughs> so, well, you want to want to start it off? Get the fuck. <laughs> oh, Christ. You get half now. She'll have a, Ryan, she'll have half the fucking ball. <laughs> <laughs> to be one half of her, her uh, brewing process and your half, and you guys, like, Fighting over your friends as they walk through the line, like, dude, I want to get involved. You'll put a black line right in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is that isn't that what they all do, right? They stomp out our fun grass. Yes. Well, good luck. I I wish you guys good luck. I I know you're opening soon, August 2019. (laughs) But I I I would love see. I think that you guys are going to go do great. And if you want to take your tap and put it on the third rail in Belmore. I, I promised, who was the last gentleman? Secatog, right? Yes. Michael? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I promised Secatog I would do it, and now Kevin. I promise uh, 27A I would do it. So that's two of them. I will keep my promise, Michael, and I, I will know put you them will. on there. I know you will. You're a man okay. of your word, and you will. And uh, you, By the way, yes. Michael, mm-hmm. did you, is, uh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. I know no. it's your show. I, uh, <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead, you go. No, 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 no okay. I, I, I was saying you're a man <laughs> of your word. That's all. All right, what's, then what's next after, what was next after Kenny called and, was hilarious and making fun of Ryan. Well, we went to <laughs> <laughs> we went to break. Uh, we all peed a little bit, and then um, 
Came back and tasted some of the beers. And like I said, we had the uh, Milkshake IPA. We switched over to a Local to Locals branded uh, uh, Imperial Stout from Greenport. And uh, now we're on to the Krolsch style. And what was the official name? Oh, Constant Krolsch. Constant Krolsch, which is a much more brighter. It's a great way to end the, the tasting. Yeah, it's good. I was at the I was at the the, the place in Farmingdale, Michael, the other Which night, one? Saturday night. It's we like started there. Two What's dozen the brew house? <laughs> the brew house, right? Oh, you went to Black Forest. Black Forest. Okay. Holy Christ! They had a weed ale and put fucking hair on my nipples. <laughs> Are you <laughs> sure you went to Black already? Forest? Black Forest doesn't quite do all that. Dude, they had a weed ale, especially. I'm sorry, Ryan. I don't mean to take away from your thunder. No, it's but they had a weed ale with like a seven point <laughs> seven. It was good shit, Mike. I you gotta you gotta send me when you when you go to these places, take pictures and send them to me. You could be you gotta be Why, my my Nassau and Suffolk correspondent. That's your job. You're my correspondent in the field. You haven't put me on any of your fucking coming attractions. So what are you gonna send me a nudie picture back? But I what are you talking about? about? I might. I, I, <laughs> I want you to send me a kid. Listen, this would be a perfect. I'm telling you, what okay. a perfect logo for yep. the for the work with Pete and Mike and Pete would be. Okay. The two years naked with fucking beer cans covering your <laughs> your genitals. Okay. I'll take and that in Pete under not. consideration. <laughs> Pete would need two Are you, you going to be the photographer for this, <laughs> yeah. for this photo set? He's, I'm going to show up in a Speedo <laughs> and take photos of you. Pete, Pete would need two cans, and you would need one of those half a can minis. Mm-hmm. Good one. <laughs> Good one. You got it. I'll come with the uh, the eight ounce, like the uh, pineapple <laughs> juice can. Pete would need a 16. Pete would need a fucking growler. He needs a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> He can put his in a bomber jacket. You know what? We'll just wear our bomber jackets on our... our Melissa, Melissa yeah, did I tell I you it's an S and I'm dead? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to say to all Melissa? Right, Michael. Yes, I, all right. I, I had a lot of fun with you guys tonight. Just yeah. let me know when you want, okay. when, when we should meet up, and I'll, 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 I'll bring you over to the third rail, and we'll start that whenever you'd like, Michael. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we'll talk to the uh, your buddy, and we'll, we'll see what we can set up. And once these guys are up and running and have their kegs going, I definitely want that as part of the program. I would, it's my, it would be my honor to do anything for Pete, my favorite friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey uh, Vin, what's your favorite baseball team? Who's Vin? Uh, 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 oh, Ryan, sorry. There you go. Uh, sorry, Ryan. I got you fixed up. I apologize. Here's sports with grass. Go ahead. What's your favorite baseball team? <laughs> Ryan, who's your favorite baseball team? I'm not big on, on the sports, but uh, the Mets. There you go. Ryan, you got to get yourself fucking some oxygen and stop perking up. <laughs> <laughs> I know the beer is kicking your ass a little bit, but come on no. now. Do you like any sports at all? <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a passive fan. You know what? I'm done with you. Melissa, how are you? you (laughs) Melissa, do you like sports? No. (laughs) Uh, You're just like my wife. Same name and same attitude. (laughs) (laughs) And on that, buddy, I appreciate you calling back in and listening to that tonight. Hey, Michael, I love you. The work with Mike and Pete, the greatest beer show in the United States. (laughs) Thank you, sir. See you later, guys. Bye. Later. Ah, it's good to hear from Graz, especially at the end of the night when he uh, has kind of Come full circle with everything, and everything I just repeated to him, he's already heard. He listened <laughs> to the entire show, and he just wants to hear me say it again. <laughs> I don't know why he does that to me. And he's probably just laughing to himself like, this idiot is still talking about the show that he just did that I heard everything of. 
Um, all right, so uh, I think we pretty much got everything we need to know. This is delicious. Any other events coming Thanks. up for you guys? Anything you want to plug or? I don't think we do. Besides a date, obviously, that you're kind of really... That's that's the focus on now. Yeah, Yeah, we kind of cleared our schedules to get get the shit open. Yeah. 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 Good deal. Yeah, Yeah, so... That's pretty much it. So, uh... You guys believe in angels or <laughs> <laughs> no? Just kidding. Just grass. There is no God. <laughs> yes. When we die, it's just all grass. <laughs> That's it. Oh, fucking grass. <laughs> all right. Well, this is the word with Mike and Pete. GovsRadio.com, streaming live on our YouTube. Um, this will be available to everybody tomorrow on YouTube, the video, on iTunes, the audio, on Laughable Lap, Hopped Up Network, and of course uh, on rotation here at GovsRadio.com. We thank everybody for listening in throughout the night. We hope everybody had a great time. And we really thank Ryan, Melissa from 27A Brewing in our hometown. We're fucking excited to have our own brewery (laughs) fucking finally. uh, By the way, and and I'll just. Oh, my God. In Uh the last second. Uh (laughs) This is the word with Mike and Pete. Who do we got? Oh, our first hang-up, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) They're probably listening as they do it. No, listen, we're going to wait 30 seconds. If you're listening right now, call back in. I want to hear from you. It might be somebody important. We're not sure. I told them to literally just wait till the end of the show to call in, and and let's see if they can actually do it. So I'll wait 30 seconds, and then you can call in. We're not going to cut you off. Go ahead and call right back. Do it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so let's let's run down our social media, right? The Wart, a podcast, spelled Wart, pronounced Wart, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Mike and Pete, search it out. Um, again, all of our replays will be up on our platforms. We will be live November 10th at the Great Beer Expo at Nassau Coliseum. Uh, we won't be streaming live. I don't think that's going to be possible, but we definitely will be um uh, recording live to, tape. live to tape and then uh, putting it out there pretty much the next day doing some edits and, and you know making sure that it's a usable format if nothing else come visit us if you're listening right now at our tent I don't know exactly where it's going to be um, I guess within a week or so we'll post that and when we find out where we're going to be at I don't think the bathroom and the guy selling yeah he, he, car parts. he goes uh, <laughs> oh wait wait is the word Mike and Pete who do we got yes uh, Maureen Meehan <laughs> oh, Hi, Rye. Hello. <laughs> is this your mom? No. This isn't my uh, mom. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, I mean, kind she kind of is my mom. mom. Yeah, second mom. Okay. This is Kenny's mom. Oh, <laughs> what a great. Did you try to call in before and then realize we were going to get off and then you you hung up? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's all right. That's why I waited for you. I wanted to make sure we got you on because it's great to have some phone calls in. So, uh, have you tried some of Ryan's beer from 27A? Yes, I did. And what's your favorite? Um, the Candyman. Ooh. <laughs> and She's so that, that, yeah, of course, it's going to be for his son named yeah. <laughs> Do you call your own son Candyman? Um, no, not really, no. <laughs> um, Candyman, it's dinner time. What are you doing? <laughs> Let's go. So do you live in Lindenhurst as well? Yes. All right. And so 28 what? years. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to curse. I apologize. I'm not uh, being disrespectful, yeah. but that's uh, <laughs> and so you are you guys in uh, the northern area or the southern area? I'm uh, in town, closer in town. Really? All right, good, yeah. very good. And so, uh, what's your um, you know your establishment that you're going to visit lately? Have you been to Restoration? Have you been to some of the new uh, bars and restaurants in town? 
no, just the um, the, the German restaurant okay. and the and Bill, the Bill Italian Lantern. restaurant. Bill That's Lantern, about yeah. it. It's good stuff and what there. else? I'm sorry, I missed you there. And the Italian restaurant. I used to go to Sea Haven. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, that was before they went underwater and had rats. Yeah, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I hear you. Yeah, that was before they had to uh, pretty much knock it down in order to sell that space. Yeah, yeah. Any day now. But Sea Haven was good. I, I, I did like Sea Haven. Um, I, I, I'm right by Southside Seafood Restaurant, so if you smell uh, some sort of boil going on that reminds you of some of the beer that you've tasted, that's coming from my house, which is... Oh. <laughs> very, very close. But more than likely, it'll be uh, completely masked over by the smell of uh, dead shrimp <laughs> and uh, <laughs> lobster tails in the in the garbage mine, because that's all now I smell hungry. all summer long. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's just seafood. Jeez. I'm very used to it, though. Well, I, I was just calling to make sure that, um, you know, somebody over 60 would be appreciate, you know, would be able to visit this brewery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So, uh, so you're you're uh, a gal over sixty, and you do appreciate craft beer. That's kind of yes, the, the bucking the trend there, and it's outside and of our normal, normal demographic. Absolutely, sure. <laughs> I look at statistics online all the time Stupid about though. who our demographic is, and it's men it's guys and women, twenty to five to forty, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, believe it or not, there's a huge uh, female following. Um, we're getting. I do not believe it. Thirty-three percent female. Thirty-three percent female. And the rest is male, of course. And, <laughs> and, of course, the age that you said, 25 to 40, pretty much. But that's interesting. So what, what about craft beer uh, do you like uh, prior to what you drank before um, kind of, you know, changes the way you think about craft beer? Well, I, I mean, I still drink. I, I like Stella. Okay. So <laughs> no, Stella's I, good. I still like the you know, Budweiser. I still like the old stuff, you know. But this is all new to me. You know, okay. so it sounds it's very interesting to taste all these new flavored beers. I just had a uh, text come in, and you probably heard it on the phone. Um, Graz, our friend Anthony Graz today, has a wine tour bus, and he's probably looking to do uh, beer tours. But his text to me was, "Get her to come on the Bang Bus <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> to a brewery." <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I don't know who that's right. You're formally invited. <laughs> <laughs> you are now formally invited to go on a uh, bus to a brewery, and we named it the Bang Bus because it reminds us a lot like a um, uh, well, a Bang Bus. A Bang Bus. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at he that. He crushed the dude's head or something in the in the door. Oh yes, he did. Yes, you heard that <laughs> one. Jesus Christ, you do listen to our shows. <laughs> that was in like the third hour of our show where we talked about that, and that was uh, and he, he only had one leg. Yes, correct. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm more of a wine girl than a beer girl. <laughs> well, what's, so, what's your favorite uh, winery? Do you have a favorite winery here on Long Island? No, I have not gone to any wineries. I kind of just visit the, you know, the local liquor store and <laughs> buy, buy wine there. Well, Hoffman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hoffman. It was Exotic a block over from Broadway. <laughs> right next to Lemon Tree. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. So uh, so you, you're kind of getting into the craft beer scene. You're waiting for Ryan to open up his uh, space, and uh, you're going to be there often uh, enough? Oh, definitely. Yep, me and my husband, yep. And your yep. son. Your son's going to be there all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not going to get rid of him, so just imagine <laughs> family outings to the brewery. Uh, yeah, and my other son. I have two, bo- two boys. Oh, what's so Kenny's brother's name? Ryan, also. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Is Ryan older or younger? Younger. Okay. And they're they're... The both of them are like best friends with Ryan Cook. Oh, that's so, so nice. Yeah. 
It's true. Your, your son called <laughs> in and was a burst of positive energy. I'm going to make Hey, Ma, what are you doing on the phone? I'm trying to order a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who, who is that? You know, I, I hope to God <laughs> that somebody that can listen to three hours of a beer podcast stays this long because this is classic. <laughs> is that you, I'm, Ryan, I'm, on the phone? That was my, I, I think that was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you still there? Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> he he's trying to order a pizza. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it, I want to get Papa John's, like, now. And you're, you're taking he up my time. Dominoes. <laughs> All right, listen, your son is going to kill you in your sleep if you don't get <laughs> yes, the he, phone. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm sitting in the living room and, and listening to uh, YouTube there nice. and, and listening to you guys and... You know, you see him, Ryan I put, Melissa. I on. put you guys <laughs> on Facebook, <laughs> and I said, "Excuse the lingo," because you know, yes. <laughs> you know I I have friends that are you know. That's fine. That, that age, you know. I'll, I'll be honest. We really didn't curse as much as we usually do. We kept it fairly tame today. Well, you guys didn't, but your friend that called in. <laughs> <laughs> Not your son. Your son was rated G the entire time. <laughs> it was my friend uh, Anthony, our our per head. Uh, let's say director station of the manager? station, station manager. Um, he's full of the uh, piss and vinegar, we'll say. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the okay. way he uh, exudes himself, in a sense, <laughs> to uh, express how he feels on his <laughs> daily basis, driving people around in limos. <laughs> <laughs> but but on Facebook, on my Facebook, it's like you know now it's like you know we we don't curse you know uh, yeah. like you guys do. You yeah, know, it's a, it's a different do, generation. You know. It's a generational thing, yep. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, I have I, I teach high school students, so you gotta you gotta hear the eloquent way eloquent way these students put together curse words. It's pretty phenomenal nowadays. <laughs> it's actually something to be proud of. You're like, wow, you said uh, uh, I'm not gonna repeat it. All right, I'm, I'm gonna be nice. I'll be respectful. <laughs> I was about to repeat one I heard today. I'm like, nah, I'll hold that one back. It's an off air combo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you very much for calling in and participating in the show, and thanks for listening in and tuning into the YouTube channel. Well, I love these guys. I love Melissa and Ryan, and I hope the best for them, and I'm there for them. Awesome. Me, you know. Yeah. Well, tell everybody you know about the, uh, the podcast and have them tune in and take a listen. And, of course, everyone's going to come out and support the, uh, the brewery opening coming up and hopefully not by August, August of 2019. 2019. <laughs> the last day of fall. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be fine because then you could still have that claim to fame. <laughs> and uh, we'll all be there. You know, we're, we're all going to be down there. You can come hang out with us, and uh, we'll have a little fun. We won't bring Anthony as much as he's fun to be around. Trust me, he's <laughs> a lot of fun to be around. Um, just in the sense of being respectful to the world, we'll just not bring him out for that oh, one day. Oh, yeah. oh, well, then we'll bring him out again. <laughs> no, then, we'll, then he'll rent out the place. Double chocolate stout. Yes, and we'll get a double <laughs> chocolate <laughs> stout. For his, he's going to call right back now. He's listening. <laughs> he's I got to stop. I got to stop. <laughs> Anthony, I love you. 16 ounce cans. <laughs> and listen, I'll help you rent out the place, all right? We'll get a party going, all right? And, and you can okay, be, I'm, I'll, I'll be happy to, uh, have me, you know, to meet you. Awesome. Okay, and, thanks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so to, to I, be we'll catch you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a good night. We appreciate okay. you calling in. Thanks, Okay, Marie. good night. Good night. All right, well, that was a great last phone call, to be honest. <laughs> that, was, that was definitely worth the 30 seconds of waiting for just a moment. Oop, and we're going to exit. Okay, make sure she's not about still that pizza? sitting. Yeah, <laughs> pizza's going to be, well, let's go. Let's go now. We can, great we, idea. We can intercept that pizza on the way home. Uh, all right, we'll get back to our outro here. This is the word with Mike and Pete. Let, let me just quickly review what we talked about. Um, everything. 
And then we're on our social media. We can check out all of this on the Word a podcast. If you go on our Instagram, there's a link to all of our live feeds, the Govs Radio site, to our iTunes, to our YouTube, to the Hopped Up Network, to the Laughable app. All of those links are there. Check those out. This should be up tomorrow eh, sometime in the afternoon because I'm not going to wake up all that early for this. Um, and you can listen back to the podcast anytime you want, in the car, on the phone, in, on the train with your commute, <laughs> yeah. anywhere. Um, it, the only edits I do is pull out the music because it's not worth listening to all the tracks that we put in there. But, um, you know, everything else will be there for you, and you can check that out. Again, we'll be at the um, Nassau Coliseum for the Great Beer Expo on November 10th, and we will be back in two weeks. Who do we have coming in, Pete? Harborhead. Harborhead will be in here in two weeks uh, talking about their brews. And again, Ryan and Melissa, this has been awesome. Great beer. Thanks for coming down. We're going to be crushing the rest of the beers that we have left here and uh, (laughs) enjoying them and and highly anticipating the opening of our awesome local uh, brewery that now I can finally call my town's brewery. My buddy (laughs) Mike moved out of Amityville and moved to Canton. And now he has Trillium. Oh, yeah, fucking jackass. <laughs> <laughs> so now I finally have my own. I was going to say before, I lived in Amiable, so small craft open. I was like, oh, great. It's a brewery, but it's not kind of mine anymore. And now that you guys are there, I'm very appreciative of you guys uh, take, taking the torch to a town that I love. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> so opening in Lindhurst soon. Check out their Instagram. It is 27A Brewing. On Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I would imagine. Just yeah, Google all... search it or whatever. You'll find <laughs> exactly. out. Every... Do you have a website? Uh, no, it just goes to Instagram. Just, it goes in, yeah, it's social media, <laughs> right? Instagram just makes sense. Where it's at. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> absolutely. Again, thanks a lot, guys, for coming in. We really Thank appreciate it. It's been awesome. All right. Yeah. And uh, with work with Mike and Pete, GovsRadio.com. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. <laughs> well, that's two hours of your life that you'll never get back. Are you kidding me? Please hang up and try again. Worked on Govs Radio. I hope you're drunk enough.